Broad Ideas is supported by Talkspace. Do you think seeing a therapist or psychiatrist would be helpful, but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them or afford them? Try Talkspace by doing everything online. Talkspace has made getting the help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Sometimes people wait until something bad happens to talk to a therapist, but why wait? You can get a therapist through Talkspace. Therapy can help you shift your perspective, find tools to cope in difficult times, and be a guiding light. Getting started is the important part. Talkspace makes it easy and affordable. At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. How important is it to take care of your mental health, Rob? Very important, and it's important to do it before it's a problem. Exactly. You want to be proactive so you know how to handle it when problems arise. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com ideas. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com ideas to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com ideas. Welcome to Broad Ideas. Rachel Bilson's podcast. Rob. Hey. And my silent co-host in the corner. Olivia Allen. Hi, Lou. Hi, guys. Today, we have an old friend of mine joining us, Nick Vial. Some people might even say Nick Vial. Or some people might say Nick Vale. <laughs> nope, nobody says that. <laughs> uh, from Bachelor fame, of course, where I learned to love Nick on his Bachelor in Paradise Redemption Tour, we call it. He's been on The Bachelor, well, four times. Um, he also has a very successful podcast, The Vile Files. I'm saying it like that because that sounds better. And uh, Have you been on this podcast yet? I have. I, so the first podcast I ever did was Nick's. That was my first podcast ever. And then I did just see him again this morning, and I did his podcast once again. Love, Nick. We had a great combo. Stick around and listen. Sometimes when Talk about dogs and kids and things. We'll talk about chicks and tampon strings. We'll talk about boys that make you cry. We'll talk about death because people die. What's up, Nick? What's up, Rachel? <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. We got to catch up. We got a lot to catch up on. And then you're coming on next week. I know. I'm excited. We're not going to blow our load today. We got more yeah, to discuss. Yeah. Here we are. I'll blow mine. Yeah, blow yours yeah. Right. <laughs> perfect, perfect. All right. So, uh, Olivia, this is, you know, first time you're meeting Nick. Yes, it is. But first impressions? It's so good. Great. I love <laughs> I love the tattoos. Uh, thanks. Are I they all it, new? Since I last saw you. Yeah. You know, yeah. I got like um, I don't know how I have 20 some now. Jeez. What inspired? And I got like well, I've always wanted I have a lot of siblings. Yes. And so, like, twelve? How many? Ten. Ten. That is so. I many. knew there was a lot. So each tattoo represents a, a family member. Which one's your really? favorite? 
family <laughs> member. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my parents. Yeah. <laughs> so I got mom and dad on my chest. Aww. And then, uh, yeah, it's like a, so that's the uh, family crest from my dad's side of the family. And then a hummingbirds remind me of my mom. And Aww. then this, these are all the kids. Little stars. Stars. And then, yeah, these are all siblings or grandparents. And that's Jeff. Oh, your dog. Yeah. His dog's name is Jeff. Oh, my husband's name is Jeff. But oh, I was like, I, do you have my I husband? love Jeff. <laughs> so, like, you love Jeff. No, like, when yeah. I saw that you named your dog Jeff, I was like, yes. That is so good. But you know what I love about the tattoos is uh, they're sweet looking. I like the contradiction. Do you want your tattoos to be sweet, Nick? Or I, do you I, wish they were I, I personally love things to not match. <laughs> I don't want to look that dangerous. You know? <laughs> right. I don't, think I'm, I don't think I'm good in that department. <laughs> you like to have a gentle approach. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah well, I like them. Yeah. Right. I did not. I guess it's been, yeah, a few years, right? Well, the pandemic. I haven't seen you since before the pandemic, which I realized is like three years ago. I know. Three years since the start of the pandemic was three years ago. Yeah. Right? That's Is crazy. that when you guys were dating? Oh, yeah. We didn't date. Can we address that? <laughs> I know. Can we address it on mine? No. <laughs> You're like, I want to. I'd rather. <laughs> uh, uh, well, first, yes, we never dated. We were going to work together. We were going to work together. We had fun trolling the internet. It was fun. to. Tro- we were tro- yeah. fully yeah. trolling and we were having fun. Yeah. 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 Makes my friend. Yeah. It really, like, the peak, <laughs> peak trolling is when you first started dating Bill. Oh, yeah. And then That's I was right. at the Golden Globes. That's and then right. I commented something like, what did I comment? Something, something about his show. Something, something. Oh, yeah. It's just like, it really hurts that I'm also a big fan of him or oh. something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is painful or something. That's uh, right. Because you were like on the car, you were doing interviews during the carpet. That's funny. At the Globes? Uh, yeah, I was doing some interviews. Yeah, yeah. I was just, I was just basically <laughs> crashing the Golden Globes. It's a good thing to crash. I had no business. Me being too. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were. Everyone's like, "Why are you here?" I'm like, "What do you mean? Why am I not here?" Like, <laughs> right. Why are like, you exactly. here? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah, we had a lot of fun with that. Um. So yeah, sorry everybody, but Nick is my friend. Yeah. Um. Okay. So now you are recently engaged. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. You finally doing the thing. It's been a long road, Nick. We'll see. I've been engaged before. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's with true. that attitude, I'm do you kidding. have her name tattooed? I don't. No. How, How do you, you feel, feel about, about that? that? <laughs> Getting a tattoo of, I, I don't feel good about that. You're right. If you're married, I, I think a, something small that you could cover. Cover. Nick. <laughs> oh, this one guy got Kimberly tattooed across his chest. Pete Davidson? No. <laughs> Listen, I don't believe in forever. I just believe in tomorrow, you know? Or today maybe would be yeah. the right answer. <laughs> sure. I mean, like, yeah. You know, you can't you can't make someone love you and you can't make someone prioritize you. And, like, you just got to hope that every day they wake up and choose you. Are you guys okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just don't take anything, I just don't take anything for granted, you know? Yeah. I just, um, that's, that's good. That's a positive mindset. Yeah. So you wouldn't do it even once you're married, would you? Yeah, I might. But, yeah. like, small. Oh my god! <laughs> how does she feel about this opinion of yours? What does she know that you're like? How you feel? Like I wouldn't tattoo, or if I do, it has to be small, so I could then cover it just in case. I just, uh, I just don't. Uh, I, I just, yeah, I just don't take anything for granted. Okay. Yeah. And a tattoo is, you know, permanent. It is. It definitely is permanent. Yeah. That would feel kind of like I'm, I'm tempting fate. Hmm. That's for how like, I feel. I get that. 
I like I like keeping myself on my toes. You know, I, yeah. I don't want to not appreciate the important things I have. And you know, this idea of like I'm going to get a tattoo because nothing could happen to us because like we're perfect. And like I just yeah, I just kind of yeah, I get that. I can appreciate it. Yeah, I've been hurt too much in the past. You've been hurt. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the road. <laughs> Let's talk about you, all the hurt. <laughs> Let's talk, Let's talk about, about all the hurt. So, I, so Olivia has never like watched The Bachelor. She doesn't know the franchise very well. Whatever. Are you still watching? No, I could not watch um, Zach. He was from Rachel and Gabby's season, right? Yeah. Did you watch that? I did. Yeah. I did watch that. I really like Gabby. I think she's really funny. I watched that. And he just didn't seem like, I think he's probably a very nice guy. A little vanilla for me. Yeah. No, he's. I don't want to be mean. I'm sure he's so sweet. I've been mean to him. Oh, you I have? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, I to his show. face. No. No, on oh, the okay. show. <laughs> I don't try to be. Let's I, I just recap the show. You know. Yeah. You express your feelings. And I just, you know. Is it over? Did he pick someone? Not yet. Not yet. Is it? It's probably getting close. It's getting close. Okay. It's sex week next week. Oh really? Yeah. Sex week. Talk Wait, there's a us. sex okay. week. Okay. So this is what I was getting at. So she's never <laughs> watched <laughs> fantasy. Suites it's called fantasy. Week? It's called fantasy suites. Okay. Question. Yeah. Uh, this so she had never fun. watched it. I told her, you started out, you were on The Bachelorette, yeah. runner-up. Yeah. You were on The Bachelorette again, runner-up. Runner Bachelor in Paradise. Hence the no tattoo. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Redemption tour. Paradise. Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. He then becomes The Bachelor. Got it. Long road. Yeah. He got engaged on The, on bachelor. the bachelor. Yeah. Got unengaged. How long after? You're <laughs> <laughs> How long after did you break off the engagement? Uh, it was like eight months. Okay, eight months is eight months is a good good trial. So yeah, we gave it the old college try. Okay, explain to her fantasy week. Fantasy suite. Sweet. You're down to your final three. Okay. And you have the opportunity to have an overnight date with one of your final three. Sleep and have some off camera time to do whatever you want. Okay. And truth is, like most of the time, most most people just talk. But is that true? They don't do the things there with are each other. That do the things? Oh, people right? have done the things. Yeah. Has, is there anyone that's done the thing with like every single one? Yeah. Yeah. Was that you? No. Okay. With every single one. How, how is, far is it spaced out? How is out? that psychologically okay? Get, get, it's just a day in you between. A, you get a day in between the rest. <gasps> to, to rest the. Uh, I never. I always wondered because, like, you know, potentially you're gonna have sex with somebody like back to back. I always wonder, like, how much time? You get 20, you get a, you get a 24 day. hours. You get 24 hours. Do they Imagine. film the, do they, no, not film, do they fill the room with, like, condoms and KY and, like, it's like, we know uh, you're going to go in there and do these they, things? There's some safe sex. Um, Precautions? Products available to you. Do you guys have to be tested? Yeah. You okay. do? You get tested before the show. Okay. But, Ooh. like, there's a, usually, like, a good month or two gap. So Between like, the test and filming, yeah. So you could definitely like they test for STDs before the show. Before, yeah, to get on the show, you have to. It's like a porn. Are you allowed to do those things with people before the um, fantasy suite? Like, if you want to have, it's sex. been done. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I think you maybe did <laughs> in one of your many seasons. Yeah. How do you not lose your mind? You do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You literally. You, do it's yeah it's psychological warfare yeah are you okay no. yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm crazy right i love yeah. explaining like people who have never watched the show and don't know anything about yeah. it it's pretty fun to be like no this is what 
happen. I know. I'm like the only person alive, I feel like. That hasn't seen it. I really, I know. I didn't watch, I haven't watched in like a few seasons, at least the past couple Bachelors. Who was before Zach Clayton? No. Who? Do you know? You know. Zach with Clayton. That was good. Clayton? Did you watch that end? I watched a little because I wanted to see Gabby and Rachel, like what happened. Oh, it was good. He was a oh, mess. He picked somebody. He's like, I love you the most. Oh <laughs> my I, God. He told off. So like he <laughs> do he, tell. He was a little, you know, he he didn't know better. Let's just say that. And he, he told more than he one. was set up for failure. Um and yeah, he got down to the end. And the the bats the franchise loves to cast like men who don't have a lot of dating experience. Oh. Oh. Which is the opposite of what you'd think. They love yeah. to they love to cast boys and have the audience. That's their old fashioned playbook, and they're still kind of obsessed with it, which I don't get. But whatevs. Uh, you can see the same thing from Zach this season. Like he he's a well intentioned guy. Seems really sweet. I've heard nothing but good things about him yeah. as a person. Like on, but like it's very difficult to be the lead, and he doesn't look like he knows how to empathize at all. Like Ooh. every time one of the ladies like. Like has a like a moment of vulnerability. He just looks annoyed, you know. <laughs> well, also, he has no like, but he just it just he just comes across as a guy who's just like had like an incredibly wonderful life up between between right. now and twenty five years old, and doesn't have a lot of experience with like heartache, pain, and and just like challenges. So it's like he finds if he just comes across as he finds all their like vulnerabilities is like inconvenient and and annoying. But Nick, they keep casting, like you said, 25 years old. Like who at 25 years old knows who the fuck they're going to marry? Certainly not the guys nowadays. They're doing like senior bachelor. And I'm like, so are you doing 40? Because what is senior (laughs) in this franchise? And then, then, but Clayton last year, he was like, got the fantasy suite and he like, he liked them all. And he slept with I think he might have loved them all. But he slept with all of them and told all of them he loved them. And and (laughs) at the end, they were like, he he told them, he like told them, like, yeah, I had sex with all of you. Uh, (laughs) That's right. He had sex with all of them. And then, and then one of the girls, like, like got mad, obviously, and he's like, "But I love you the most." <laughs> what you like? What does it even mean? You can't <laughs> love like, all of us uh-uh. the most. It the was, most. It was so good. It was oh great my TV. god! I yeah, um, great TV. Well, did you have dating experience before? Yeah. Okay. I I showed up a little older. A little, a little older, but you also had been on quite a few seasons before your own personal. Run. Yeah. So I, I uh, yeah. <laughs> do you still do like the asking Nick things on Instagram uh-huh, and? Yeah. His relationship advice is actually like, not to sound so shocked, but like for a, a dude shocking. and what, yeah, it's just shocking. Yeah. Really smart. Should have brought my book. Oh, I, I know what, why. Wait, what book? You I wrote, wrote a book. Oh, yeah, you yeah. did. Of course I knew that. It's because he's a Libra. Is that why? Yes. Great. I'm a Libra. Love it. <laughs> you have the same birthday as my son. Really? But that's why you can do the relationship advice. The 28th or the 29th? 28th. Okay. Because the internet says the 29th. Oh, where I read it was 28th. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. You're on the same page. Great. What's the name of your book? You have like the heart thing. Yeah, Don't Text Your Ex Happy Birthday. Yes. That's a great title. Thanks. Don't Text Your Ex Happy Birthday. Ooh. How good is that? It's so good. Why didn't you bring me your book? It's a good question. I don't know. I have one. I have a copy in my car. Okay, great. I I would like it. Um, No, so smart. Like you're always so good and I'm always so impressed. And I just, I don't know. I guess experience does that. And Truly, yeah. Right. I mean, everything I talk about is something I got wrong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But being able to admit that, 
you know, that takes some balls to admit when you're wrong, right? I'm pretty for for a guy who likes to be right and is <laughs> and is often and often is. I can admit when I'm wrong. That's a good quality. Yeah. It's called humility. Yeah. yeah. So, how did you meet your fiance? She slid into my DMs. Literally? Oh. Literally. She just DM'd you. Yeah. What did she say? Uh, you're unreal. Oh. She replied to a picture. Okay, okay. what was the picture? It was a picture of me just standing Shirtless. outside. No, I had a shirt on. <laughs> That's a miracle. <laughs> but it, it was a picture I took in the parking lot of the Whole Foods at Venice that my uh, my masseuse took of me. Why was your masseuse at Whole Foods with you? And why were okay. they taking pictures because, of you? <laughs> do, do because tell. I love a good chair massage. Okay. So they were in front of Whole Foods? They're like this Offering throat, chair massage? Yeah, like a, they're, they're, no, in Whole Foods. Okay. And I, I think her name was like Diane. Like I miss her honestly, and she was just there almost every day. And so, like as a as a single guy, like I'm a single serving guy, you know, I don't grocery shop for like an entire week. Like I don't know what I'm gonna do tomorrow. Like I right. go out to dinner, or I, like whatever, you mm-hmm. know. So like I would I you I go to the grocery store four or five times a week just to like pick up mm-hmm. dinner that night. You know, like mm-hmm. what am I gonna make? And so you no, know, Diane would be there, and like so. I ended up spending like $3,000 in one year on her. Because uh, like every day I'd get a 30-minute massage. It was the best. <laughs> Sounds great. So we built a rapport. And like, you know, like as a single guy who has a social media and they keep telling you that you need more, you need more and more content. It's like, I don't, I need a fucking picture. I didn't post in a while. So I was like, can you take a fucking picture of me? And she's like, sure. And so she did. And that ended up being the picture that, you know, wow. shot up on Natalie's Explorer page and got her to DM me. No way. Yeah. That's really cute. Had she been a fan of the show? No. She just but saw she that picture. I mean, I, I she she doesn't like the show at all. Yeah. I have to watch it. For your right. for yeah. So like she'll watch it with me, but she's it's painful for her. She's <laughs> That's not a, amazing. Yeah. I get it. You know, it's different sides of it. But not even like the me part. Like she's yeah. never she's never seen any of my seasons, but That's she's, just, she's, just, she's just not a fan of the show. Yeah. She's like, I get it. Broad Ideas is supported by Base. Size matters. But as they say, it's not just the size of the boat, it's the motion of the ocean. With my Base Weekender bag, there's room for everything. With hyper-functional and chic designs, you've got all the nooks and crannies and even some surprise space to effortlessly fit it all in so you don't have to settle for anything less. I use my Weekender bag every time I go away for the weekend (laughs) or a sleepover. It's always by your front door. Because I'm always using it, Rob. The separate compartment it has underneath for your shoes is so clutch. I love it. We slept over at our friend Jill's house this weekend, Briar and I, and I used the weekender bag for both of us. Base has thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360-degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need to keep organized. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com ideas. Go to basetravel.com ideas for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S-T-R-A-V-E-L dot com slash ideas. Broad Ideas is supported by movement. So 
I am a big fan of wearing a man's watch. I like how it looks. I like a chunkier watch. How do you feel, Rob? I can see that for you. Um, I'm starting to like a chunkier watch more, but I'm getting on board with watches now, though. Yeah, I love movement. They have so many different colors and designs. They have dark green that I really loved. Life's too short to settle for the same old things, people. Movement keeps your look and your lifestyle fresh with clean watches at a price that won't make you rework your budget. Their small team of dreamers in Venice Beach, California, have perfected sleek, original, ultra-clean watch design. You just got a movement watch, didn't you? I did get a movement watch. And I got to say, I went with a color and I love it. (laughs) I get a lot of compliments when I wear my movement watch. People stop me and ask what it is. And they are so shocked when I tell them the price point. They can't believe it. It is so chic. And I like to say affordable. Movement offers fresh, modern designs by a team of weekend mavericks who know what it means to go from 9 to 5 workdays to 5 to 9 good times and every adventure in between. Movement is the epitome of bang for your buck. With huge value and style, your wrist and wallet will both love. Make your everyday sidekick for life's adventures of movement. Get 20% off at MVMT.com and use code IDEAS. That's MVMT.com, code IDEAS for 20% off. She uh, she slides into your DMs. You must get a lot. Yeah, I was going to say, you probably get a lot. How did it stand out? How did you find it? Like, what? I don't get that many. I think Mm -hmm. also it's just a bit of a coincidence. That you happened to see it at the time. Yeah, I think it's just good timing. And then uh, what made her stand out? I mean. She's gorgeous. Her face. She's so pretty. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So pretty. Yeah, she's gorgeous. uh, Yeah. What did you, how did you respond? um, Do you remember? Natalie remembers. I don't remember, but there was some banter. Okay. Banter's always It was, good. I, um, cause she replied to one of my pictures and I went about and like went and replied to one of her pictures that she had posted. And the rest was history? Uh, yeah. I don't, what? I mean, it was definitely cheesy. What? I'm trying to remember. It was oh, it was cheesy. About, yeah, I was like, was what's def- that going on behind yeah, me? Yeah, it was something. But it worked. It know? worked. So then yeah. you asked her out. You guys went out. Well, then, no, then she asked for my Snapchat. And then, oh, um, people still talk over Snapchat because it disappears. Is that the whole idea? Well, this I, was a I'm, little while ago. Yeah, three years ago. Three years ago. Okay. Yeah. And then, so Snapchat had a feature you could call someone. Right. Oh. And I, I just don't trust people. Sure. Like catfish is a catfish, real thing. Catfishing. Yeah. 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 So I called her immediately, but put my camera like on the ceiling. And then she answered and I said, Show me your ID. I carded her. <laughs> I don't That's fuck amazing. her up. Yeah, she's a stranger. I didn't even know sure. if she was real. Yeah. Like, you know, people lie. Yep. Um, and then <laughs> so we met up in New York like, and like two weeks later. But she's from here, but you met up in New York. She lived in Georgia at the time. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. She lived in Georgia. Yeah. So she was DMing you from Georgia. Yeah. And then and she, she moved out here yeah. for the relationship. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is she a nurse? She's a surgical technologist. What, what is that? Explain. So she assists in surgery. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. A, it's yeah. a big job. Yeah, she. She's still doing it cool. here. Yeah. What kind of surgeries? She now works for uh, one of the top uh, eye plastic surgeons in the world. Mm. She's great. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. That's a departure, right? For you, isn't that great though to have someone in a completely that's different I mean. industry? Yeah, I that's like what it. I'm yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> you looked at me like, what do you mean? Like there's a departure. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, yeah. <laughs> and she, she's very passionate about it and good at it. And it's, it's nice to have some separation. But like, you know, now that we've been, you know, together for a long time, obviously, you know. Things are shifting a bit. Or, you know. You, you have a business together. To or together whatever. Or like that, yeah. He's yeah. being like. Coy. Yeah, he's yeah. being coy. Uh, but yeah, she's, she, she's great. She loves it. And I love, yeah, I love that she, it was definitely when I met her, a very attractive quality. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's yeah. more. Fun. I was with a table last night of, <laughs> I was with it a sounds, table. It sounds like a joke, but it was like a plastic surgeon, an ophthalmologist, and a neurosurgeon, and then their wives. And they were all nurses. All the wives were? And surgical technicians. Yeah, it was like, oh. sense, proximity. Yeah, it was like, wait, this is like a whole world. She's done some pretty impressive and cool surgeries. Yeah, she's dealt with, (laughs) I mean, yeah, she's done, um, I don't don't know the proper name for it. I don't know. She's assisted in a surgery to do a sex change. Really? Oh, wow. But just involved with the eyes. No. (laughs) She's worked for other (laughs) doctors in the past. (laughs) Okay. She's currently... They like, see um, their sex is different. How does that she's, um, work? She's, you know, she's worked for, you know, orthopedic surgeons. She's worked for trauma. Um, oh, wow. wow. But, yeah, and she's worked for, uh, like, other plastic surgeons, which, you know, when you say plastic surgery, I think some, most people just think, like, you know, the boob. Yeah, boobies. Whatever, which she's yeah. done that. But it's also with plastic surgery is very cool because, like, they, they help a lot of people. Like, the eye surgeon she works for, yeah. mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, might be born with a defect or of some kind or… You know, like a something with her eyes, and they do some pretty miraculous things that like improve people's quality of life. It's not always just cosmetic, right? right. Yeah. Absolutely, For sure. that's awesome. Are you guys in the wedding planning stages? Super early, yeah. but kind of talking about it. Sure, yeah. Uh-huh. Right now, we're talking about like how many people we're going to disappoint with the guest list. I feel like that's a common and really tough thing. The whole guest. I'm list. okay with it. You're okay with cutting people out. Yeah, you don't care. How many people do you want there? I don't know. I think less than 100. Whoa, wow, that's hard to that's do. We ha- and, and, it's hard. And, and she's one of seven and I'm one of 11. Yeah. So you want your family there? Yeah. Well, and and friends. There, right? you know, she's some, one of yeah, seven yeah. and you're one of 11. Yeah. That's huge family. Yeah. Religious? I, I grew up very religious. Okay. Mormon? Catholic. Catholic? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what about her? No, not religious. No, just just. Yeah. Just a lot of kids. Yeah. Because you usually see that come with. Her dad is an you know, interesting fella. Do you get along with the family? Yeah, she's a lovely family. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And they're in Georgia? Uh, Yeah, they're in the South. In the South. Okay. So she's sure. I mean, around this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You should have brought her because we have so many questions. I know. We're not asking him anything about himself. We're like, and what's okay, her middle so name? What and what yeah. is her favorite food? <laughs> For sure. Uh, ranch dressing. Oh, yes. Anything dipped in ranch. But what's your favorite thing? ranch? She's a Hill Valley. Guy, really? Hidden Valley. Hidden, hidden Valley. Hidden Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a Hidden Valley there, Nick. <laughs> no, but places have specific ranch. Um, yeah, what's your favorite food? <laughs> we actually care we a lot. Care about way more than you think we should. Uh, pizza. Although I weirdly have not been in the mood for pizza the past couple of days, but I do. We do. Eat, days. We do eat a lot of pizza. We eat a lot of pizza. From where? I will say, like Natalie and I are. are I'm a creature of habit. I, I don't. I I don't have the most expansive palate. Uh, but now, like, and I cook. But I will say, like, 
having someone who has a similar diet as you is such it is such a win in a relationship. I agree with that. You know, I've dated vet vegetarians. Oh, right. Yeah. And if you are, wonderful for you. But like if you're not yeah. and you're and you're dating one, it's just it's just huge inconvenience for everyone. It's hard. It's just an inconvenience for everyone. Yeah. And like she she loves the food I cook. And so You're like, I'm gonna marry you. <laughs> it just makes it easy. It's yeah. Just, we like a lot of the same things. I love that. Like, we like a lot of the same TV shows. We we enjoy a lot of the same things, which I, I've, you I've, I've appreciated. Before. Well, you know, yeah, I, it sounds foreign. When I was younger, <laughs> when I was younger, I think you're just more like, all that matters is love, you know. <laughs> sure. Like, I don't even need to like you. I just need, to, you know, I just love you, you <laughs> right, know. Like, right. I don't care if we don't like anything of this, you know. Uh -huh. you're, you're, you kind of romanticize everything. Yeah, and I for think sure you do. As I've gotten older, I, I value. Um, compatibility more than I do chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. Although we have great chemistry, but. Right. But where do you get your pizza from? I'm still oh, hungry. I, I really want to <laughs> like oh. go off the chemistry. Outside. Of, no, yeah. Outside. Well, chemistry I mean, is important, but so, like for someone that so loves there, pizza. If you, yeah. Like, well, have you had Roberta's? No. Out of Brooklyn. But they, the, you know, the new Air One over on Ventura? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely little eatery. That's Love nice. it there. Yeah. yeah. There's a new Roberta's. Try it. Try it. The oh, pizza place there. Yes. Excellent. Now, I make my own pizza. Okay. Do you do your own dough? I don't. Okay. So I don't really make it. But do you go, have a pizza oven? No. Okay. But you don't need right. it. But it's really, go, go to Roberta's. Go to Ely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And buy their dough. Okay. Right. And then you go get like a perforated pan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It has all those the holes. Not, but not, not, it's got a, it's not the pan with holes. It's like, it's wiring. You want it, to, oh. you know, like yeah. so that it's on. Like the, a, yeah, yep. I get it. Yeah, and it's real cheap. You can get a and <laughs> and then you lay it out real. I make a real thin crust, uh -huh. real thin. I should make you guys some. That you would love be it. fun. It'll blow your mind. Yeah, like, yeah, so good. I want to talk to Natalie. So yeah, let's do it. Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but you bring up a, such an interesting point about chemistry compatibility, whatever. But it's true. I find like as you get older, like I would do checklists, you know, in my mind of like actually what the most important things are, right, in a relationship. What's number one for you? Uh, trust. Uh, okay. Yeah. Communication. Huge. So even if they're, like, like, not attractive, but you trust them? Well, no. I mean, like. <laughs> <laughs> At what stage here? Like, this is a loaded question. What's the most important thing in a relationship? I don't know if there's any one thing, but. I think communication. quality. Is that what we were saying? Like, Qualities? what's the number one quality you look for in someone? And that's more, yeah, along the lines I just of the question. Thing, I've never been like, you know, I've never like, I don't like to make lists. So I don't have like a, a number one quality. It's just more like you meet someone, you see if you vibe with them, and then you start to get to know them. Mm -hmm. And you kind of go from there, you know. I definitely like to be very attracted to my partner. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Same <-sies. laughs> I've been attracted to a lot of people I've learned to not like quickly. So, uh -huh. you know, so, but, so looks aren't everything, but, um, they aren't everything. But yeah, I just want to enjoy being around them. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, can I communicate with them and can they put up with me? Can yeah. they put up with me? Yeah. What's the, what are the things they have to put up with? Like, if you had to like say one thing about yourself, <laughs> boy. <laughs> You can say like five. <laughs> yeah. You can say them all. Yeah. You're safe. 
<laughs> I uh, I can. I mean, I'm I'm either really quiet or I don't shut the fuck up. Mm, interesting. Uh, no, but like I, in public, I I can be very quiet. I'm very mm-hmm. introverted, and I can be a bit aloof at times. For someone who's been on many a reality show, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if I get like a thought in my head, and like if I like to debate and discuss things, so I can really uh, ramble. Chop on, it up. On and on and on and on and on. And I, I do repeat myself. I can interrupt. Mm-hmm. I leave cupboard doors open. That's oh. the worst. Why do you do that? Is that her pet peeve? Drives me nuts. Oh, yeah. I just don't know how. You just shut it. My brain just simply does not work that way. Neither does Which my husband. It's weird. I will say, like, much when now that I started dating, I, I, I reached a point in my life where I just was more comfortable with myself. I always believe in like changing. I always want to improve myself. I, I do sincerely work a lot on myself. You know, uh, I get a lot of therapy. But I've also learned to just accept that like, this is who I am, you know? And there are just certain things that like, I remember telling her like, I'm just, this This is never just not going to happen. Like what? What was it? Like leaving the cupboard. Oh. Yeah. But that's, but that's, I feel like that's a cop out a little bit. No. Like, no. No, because my brain literally doesn't, I can't, I don't know how to do it. Just the energy it would take for me to, to make sure it. that I always close cabinet doors behind me or like put things away where they belong. Uh, is this a part of my brain that just does not work? And it takes up so much fucking energy for, I'm not kidding. That I, it's just, it's, <laughs> it's, just, it's weird. I, I, I just, I'd rather just be like, you know what, this is who I am. And I'll try, but I make no promises. If you want to date me, if you want to be with me, I need you to love me and the open cabinet doors. I've had to learn to close them. My husband doesn't close them. And then his sister came to visit, and I noticed she doesn't either. And her husband goes, does Jeff leave the cupboard doors open? I'm like, all the time. He's like, Stephanie, too, every time. It's like a something in your makeup. I'm so, like, No, it's baffling. I don't, like, it. It's pain. It, it hurts my brain to think about it. Do you close the door when you're going to the bathroom? Usually not. Do Even you? number two? With her there? No. Oh. Yeah, I close you the door. You keep it private? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I uh, know. There are couples that do that in front of each other. We're not one of them. Not no, into I'm not own, into that. We have our own bathrooms. You have like, your own, that is the key to a happy fucking relationship. Well, we, we have our own, like, we have the same bathroom to get ready, but we right. have our own toilets. You have your own designated toilets. toilet. Yeah. I feel like that's great. Yeah, so do I. And we're all adults. So like we're not children, but oh, like we don't course. need to like throw in each other's faces. That would that would be very disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Exactly. Yuck. I'm a firm I feel like now, I don't know, I can't say I'm not married, have whatever. But like having your own bedroom sounds like a fucking great idea. <laughs> Bathroom, bedroom, I'm all for it. Sometimes Sleep share. separately? Some yeah, sometimes. Uh I hope I never want to sleep separately. I mean, look, I'm not in a relationship right now, so I can say that. When I'm in a relationship, obviously I share the bed. But I'm going to stick to the bathroom. Let's leave the bedroom out of this. Own bathroom. I'm fine. Yeah, 100%. own bathroom for sure. Yeah, I think if, it's If you great. are lucky enough. If you're fortunate, if you're fortunate enough, enough to not have to By all means, yeah. Yeah, yeah but they do say that. Because I'm gross. Like messy? Dirty? I'm way more messy than I am dirty. Okay. But like also like hair in the sink. Yeah, it's best. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, they say um, couples who sleep in separate beds live longer. Right. They do? Yeah. 
Why? Because you're not woken up. Like usually I think it's because like people snore or move and it interrupts your sleep. So like the more sound you sleep, the better your sleep, the longer you live. Hmm. I want to sleep with your husband? I try not to. Really? Well, he snores. He should get that looked at. No kidding. He's a doctor. Yeah. He's a doctor? Yes. He needs. He and just, I'm telling him. He should go that I know. Like that. Well, he just what went to a doctor? brain doctor. He's functional medicine, family medicine. So, like, yeah, like full on. Yeah, like no. A, he needs to get it looked at. He doesn't know that snoring can kill you. He knows. What do you mean snoring can kill you? Well, it could be. That's a, how Reggie White died. It can be a what? sleep apnea. Kinda, uh, a sleep yeah. apnea. I was going to yeah. say it's that right. Oh. But yeah, like technically, I mean, yeah, I think basically yeah, snoring can kill you. Oh my god. Yeah. When you break it down. Yeah, sure. I can't do. I'm a very light sleeper. That would be very hard for me. I sleep with a sound machine. My dog snores we, we are, too. We are, we are sleep sound people. I love it. What do you it. listen to? Usually thunderstorms. Okay. We tried river past couple nights. Does it make you have to pee? No. Okay. I like white noise. More than brown noise? Have oh, you tried brown, brown noise? No. What is, great. Brown noise is what good. Is brown noise is really yeah, good. Yeah, check it out. They also yeah. say it's better for like anxiety too. Did you hear, read that? Is it? Yeah. And, uh, Do you deal with anxiety? Oh my God. Yeah. You have anxiety. I too. have had uh, for a couple, it's been bad the past couple of days. I don't know why. Just a couple of days, but is it something you struggle with oh, in yeah. your life? Yeah. Always or? Yeah. Well, whole life? adult life. Adult life. Yeah. Since starting the show or before? Got worse. Yeah, for sure. Well, sure. I, yeah. I mean, you're thrown into like. But I've always been kind of an anxious guy. How do you treat it? I stay active. Like physically yeah. work out. Yeah, that helps a lot. I'm not medicated. Have you ever been? No. Okay. So it helps you. I'd rather not be. Right. I can avoid it. I mean, if you, if you, yeah. if you need it and if it helps you, great. But You found ways to I've, help yeah. yourself with it. Yeah. Therapy, therapy too, therapy. right? Ther- lots of therapy. Lots of, th- like how many times a week? Uh, Once. Okay. Yeah. But you do it once a week. Yeah. That's great. Would you guys be open to past life regression? I've been listening to this book. Past life regression? Yeah. It's like where they hypnotize you and take you through anything that's, it could be anything. Like past trauma and shit? Yeah. And then it could possibly go into other lives if you believe in that stuff. Reincarnation? I've read the book many, I haven't read many books in my life. It's my favorite book of all time. Many Lives, Many Masters or whatever. (laughs) That's her favorite book. That's one of the few books I actually finished. And I got to say, it, it, it makes you go, hmm. <laughs> my, maybe it's, it, it, he's a con artist or? No way. I'm listening to his Wait, other not, book. No way. No way. I mean, he's got every. I haven't read it. There's a lot of con artists out there. There is. I don't think he's one. I'm reading the book right now. Only Love is Real. Huh? I'm listening to it. It's worth a listen. I'm a listen guy myself. Uh-huh. So did you read? I read that book one. Or I listen? read that one. It's like, that's a. An accomplishment for me. I'm dyslexic, so. So is she. Reading. Yuck. Yeah? Really? Yeah. Did you struggle in school as a kid? Uh, no, because I guess it turns out I, I think I'm smart. Mm-hmm. I don't mean that. Like, you know. No. But like I was a like a 3-5 student. Mm-hmm. But like I, I I was a slow test taker and I didn't study much, and but I, I was smart enough to get by. I think Einstein was dyslexic, wasn't he? Was he? I believe so. Was he? Yeah. One of those heavy hitters. One of yeah, a lot, of, a lot of successful dyslexic people out there. Yeah. yeah. Let's give it a voice, people. <laughs> Neurodivergent, apparently. That's what I Same. heard. It's the, that's the term. That's the term. I learned that on The Bachelor. Did you? 
Why? Yeah, because some girl came on and made it a thing. Really? Was she neurodivergent? I guess she had ADHD. And... Oh, wait. Was that recently? Yeah. I've, well, I'm remembering. Something's true. Who was it? What? what see, where, when was that? Because I was thinking, I'm like, when is that? I don't that? know. She just went on this whole thing of, you know, it was her. It was a thing. I mean, she definitely made it a thing. <laughs> her name, I believe, was Elizabeth. She didn't like make. She wasn't like further along in the no, season. No, she was like went okay. home like week three, and she did her own like bachelorette photo shoot. And what? What does what that do mean? you mean? What does that mean? She's like a campaign to be the next bachelorette. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Is she? No. Oh. Yeah. Did they pick the next bachelorette yet? They did. Charity. Is she from this current season? She is. Charity. Yeah. See, now I have to see that's the problem. All young, right? Yeah, they're all like twenty. She's like how? twenty-four. Dude, 25. How can anybody at twenty-four? Twenty-six. She's smart. She's a, a like she seems to I think she's like a family therapist or something. But they all they all have these like great careers and then they do this and then they go on to we'll other see. things. We'll see. <laughs> well, you've made a great career out you of it. Sure that. have, Nick. Thanks. Mr. Mr. Podcast. Yeah. Extraordinaire. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, it worked hard. It's, it's yeah. worked out. It's worked out. It has yeah. worked out. I wasn't really sure for a while. You weren't sure? Well, you have to like get both. off the show, you know? It's like, can't do Instagram ads forever, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so you try to figure out what you can do with the, the platform and the exposure and the experience. And you think everyone who goes on that show has some level of success. Like, that's kind of the big burden what do I? What can I do with this? Because as I tell everyone in that world, like you get a lot of access, but you get no credibility. Mm. Um, so you have to figure out how you get credibility right. before before you run out of access. Right. Well, you did work hard, and it also speaks to you are smart. You were like, you know, you found your way, and you did it well. Yeah, it worked out. It did work yeah. out. So far, so good. Look at you sitting here talking to us because <laughs> I'm in a famous person's house, you know. <laughs> Listen, it was all not for naught. <laughs> it was all not for naught. It was all not for naught. Broad Ideas is supported by Haya Health. Typical children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise, filled with two teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and other gummy junk growing kids should never eat. That's why Haya was created, the pediatrician-approved super-powered chewable vitamin. While most children's vitamins are filled with 5 grams of sugar and can contribute to a variety of health issues, Haya is made with zero sugar and zero gummy junk, yet it tastes great and is perfect for picky eaters. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, and many others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and more. I love giving Briar Haya. I feel good when she's eating her vitamins. And she loves the taste of it. How does Calvin feel? Calvin loves his vitamins. Every night before bed, he asks to take his vitamins. That's so cute because he loves Haya Health. You do it at night? Yeah, we do it at night. Right before he brushes his teeth, he gets his vitamins. And he it turns into a fight if we don't give him his vitamins <laughs> or he's out. That's very cute. 
We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash ideas. This deal is not available on their regular website. That's H-I-Y-A Health.com slash ideas and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Broad Ideas is supported by Blissey. Who knew that a better pillowcase is all you need for better sleep? Let's talk about practicing self-care while you sleep. Set yourself up with better sleep with Blissey's award-winning 100% mulberry silk pillowcases. I have to tell you, since switching to these pillowcases, there's no fights in the morning with brushing Briar's hair. I'm not even kidding. Her hair used to be so knotted. I'd have to sit. There was a time where I sat for a half hour with detangler spray trying to get her knots out. I don't have to do that anymore. You can relate, Rob? A good pillow and pillowcase is a game changer for sleeping and everything else. I agree. Blissey pillowcases are made of 100% mulberry silk, which is naturally hypoallergenic, so you can sleep more comfortably without itching or rashes. And unlike other silk pillowcases, these are of the highest quality silk and are machine washable and durable. It's also the perfect gift to give when you're looking for a gift for any occasion. Who doesn't love a gift they didn't know they even needed? Plus, it comes in gift-ready packaging they'll be sure to love. Blissey Silk pillowcases are the best ones on the market. They have a ton of different prints and colors, and they make great gifts because they're an option for literally anyone. Men love them too. They have over 1.5 million raving fans, and you could be next. Try now risk-free for 60 nights at blissey.com slash Rachel and get an additional 30% off. That's B-L-I-S-S-Y dot com slash Rachel. Okay, can you explain something to me, actually? This Vanderpump thing, I've never seen the show. I had it until the season, and I okay. gotta say, it's good. Well, I've never seen the show. I don't know who, I know who um, Sheena is because she, whatever, I talked to her because of the OC, and, but what happened? So. Have you ever seen that show? You know what You're missing is. out. Do you like, if you like reality TV. It's I good. do. It's good. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, well, the original premise, I think, was a bunch of, like, people who worked at, like, Lisa the Vanderpump's restaurant. restaurant. Sure. And, like, I think it still, like, has its place on the show, but, like, it's a little bit more than that. But, like, yeah, these people, it's been on for, like, a decade or longer. Right. On. It's been on forever. And and I guess castmates have come and gone. But now Ariana, Ariana Maddox is on the show, and she's been dating this guy named Tom Sandoval for the past nine years. They own a house together. They're not married, but they're essentially... Uh, like together together mm -hmm. and it was recently discovered that another person on the show named Raquel self-named her real name apparently is Rachel we've since discovered you could do that I, I'm good I, I think Rachel's <laughs> fine it, 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 it hasn't been received well <laughs> people finding out she changed her name to Raquel uh, but it turns out they've been sleeping together for the better part of the past year oof and cheating on Ariana, all while the season is being aired, and like, but and so she's now like friends with yeah them or something yeah right? like the season's airing now, and so like you're kind of watching it back, and there's just a lot of like holy shit, this was going on while this was happening. Now let me, was it really going on, or is it like producers? In no, I think it's very much an authentic storyline, which is why really? it's so That's like kind it's, of captivating. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. 
That's why I was like, I had to talk to you because I know you would know. No, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, I'm, I'm hooked. Um, you're I'm, hooked now. I'm invested. Is Natalie hooked? Um, we are watching Vanderpump together, yeah. Got it. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, it's real life drama within. Yeah. What I like, reality. also, what I like about Vanderpump now, at least this season, is because, and again, I haven't watched earlier seasons, which I am going to go back and, and do now, but, because now you you have a lot of uh, a lot of the cast people are in their like mid mid thirties, right. right? And so you see a lot of it's like it's I think it's kind of fascinating to watch. You know, again, like the bat shirts, it's a lot of the twenty somethings. You know, yeah. so it's kind of fun to watch more contemporary, messy <laughs> adults. But like, you know, not in a me- I don't mean that in a critical way. It's just like you know, we're all life. kind of life, and like see like real life shit being discussed, and like people who have made mistakes in the past who are learning from the mistakes, and like you know, trying to be better for it, and like there's like meteor topics. It seems like at least I you know this season, right? But it's rather than you know, kind of surface level type of like oh. Like, <laughs> Mm-hmm. I like my boyfriend break my heart and I'm sad. Or... <laughs> well, the That's stakes exactly go <laughs> up as we age. Pardon me? The stakes go up on all levels, right? So when you're in your 20s, you have that space and that room for mistakes and for the mess. But as you grow older. Right. You share a house together. You have a family. Yeah. yeah like the stakes more, go up. Your career sure. is more established. Well, your that, relationship, uh, the, all the, of it. The stakes go up. Your stakes go up and you're even less reactive though. Because you've dealt with some shit. Right. You know, you've, yeah. you're not freaking out over every little thing. You're right. like, you know what? I'll live. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll deal with this. And so, yeah, it, it's, it's a lot more interesting to have like more nuanced conversations with people who have some perspective and, mm-hmm. and, and have been through the, the shit, so to speak. Who did you talk to on your show that you said was out? Right? This re- most recently, I interviewed Kristen, who was on. Vanderpump and left the show or was removed from the show or whatever. And so she is good friends with Ariana. She also used to date Tom Sandoval before Ariana. It's a very incestuous group. It is. But it was just years ago. Okay. When she was much younger. But it was really, I I really benefited because right now all the other castmates are like, they're in the middle of the season and they're like, they're still like recording shit to try to like, so they're not. Now they're still shooting? Well, because of all this shit, they're trying to like oh, do some pickups got it, and got like, it, got it. but but they're kind of embargoed. You know, mm-hmm. the the show is kind of like we don't want you doing podcasts, we don't want you to do other shows because you know I get it. They want to, yeah, they want to well, capitalize. Well, on Kristen it. is very involved, but like also not under contract. So that's like, awesome. Got it. She got you know, yeah, 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 we got the tea. Good for you. Well, yeah, I was I knew you would have the hustler. Tea. You know, you are you're a fucking hustler. Um, but that's so interesting. It's just like all I see on Instagram or it's whatever. all over. It's yeah. all over. That, okay. Well, that sucks. I feel bad for the girl that was. We we def team Ariana. We feel bad for Ariana. We do right. That's, oh yeah. She's a yeah. This Tom guy sounds like truly the worst. Like yeah. think of the worst Peter Pan syndrome type of. Ooh. He 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 created a band. Oh. That he does. <laughs> this is a true story. I was like, I'm gonna paint a picture for you. Yeah. So he's. 39, and he started a band called, like, Tom and the... Wildcats? <laughs> yeah. Essentially. <laughs> essentially. Tom and the Wildcats, right? It's not it, but, like, it might as but well be. But it's it. And he, he pays them to practice with him. Oh. He pays them to play with them. They're just hired hands. 
And he just has this little band that he essentially, from what I gathered, just does cover music. It's so he can, you know, hang out with fans. Wow. What? Wow. So like he pays people to be in his band, band so he can play like Jesse's girl and have like 20 <laughs> Vanderpump. Listen, like if he wants to get girls, you know, in this time in age, Jesse's girls. <laughs> Rick I'm just saying, the but way like, to go. you know, like, you know, so have a bunch of like women who have been watching Vanderpump over the years oh show God. up, spend 20 bucks and like, they're like, ah, and they're like, you know, sleep with some of them. Oh my God. Is he attractive? Yeah, yeah, he's attractive. Yeah. yeah he's he can sit. You, I feel like you're a confident enough dude. You can oh comment God, on yeah, something. attractive. Yeah. He's pretty. He's pretty, yeah. Okay. He's pretty? I'm, no, he's attractive. Can I look him up? Well, yeah. he's got a bit of a porn stash now, but he's objectively a handsome A porn guy. stash? But he's like- What is it? Tom Sandoval? Yeah. Okay. Aren't they saying like Scandoval or something? I mean, did I just make Probably. that up? I don't know. If I just made it up, I'm- Good for you're, you. Yeah. <laughs> you're a genius. You be writing copy. Yeah. I mean, come on now. I'm just seeing girls' faces. I'm not seeing him. Oh. Let me see. Is that him? Let me see. Wait, hold on. Oh, I have been seeing that face. See, I told you it's everywhere. He's in the middle, right? Yeah. That's him. Let me see. And those are the two girls. Which one's which? Let me see. Oh, you know who he looks like is the Cody, the twins? Which girl's which? Cal is on the right. That is Katie on the left. That's not Ariana. Oh, okay. I don't know what that's But all. that's the girl he was sleeping. That, that's the girl Raquel, he was sleeping. Raquel, a.k.a. Rachel, was, was having, the one. And she Can seems like her? just the worst. That's terrible. You know, you're just a classic, very insecure. I want to see the Ari Ariana he, girl. He does look like from Riverdale. The twins, you know, the one. You think he looks like uh, Cole Sprout? You think he looks like, think like he looks a buffed up version of him? I don't. I don't yeah. see it. Okay. Is she the blonde? Is yes, that that's Ariana. Yeah. That's sad. And she's a lovely person. Yeah. Uh, you know her? Yeah. You know all of them. Does no. the reality world know all of the? I've recently world? got to know the van. I I I've known. I met Ariana like when I moved to L.A., but yeah. I don't know her well. And then I met Katie and Ariana, and then we were in Vegas, and I saw them. And I don't know any of them very well, but right. I've gotten to know them. Okay, but you're still super close with like Ashley and Jared, right? Yeah, when they were like they're friends, from friends. but like through the they're, podcast, no, those are friends. I met a lot of of course people. Like love is blind, people. Yeah. How do you feel about that show? Great. I love that show. It's great. It's very, very entertaining. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> it's crazy. It is crazy. And I'm excited for the next season. Season four is about to come out. Is it about to come out? Like two out? weeks, I think. But yeah. like you talk to like a lot of people from it, right? Uh, some, yeah. You I talk to everybody from all of them. I try to be very selective and get the most relevant stories. What was the most relevant as of late other than Vanderpump that you spoke to and uncovered? Well, Raven. What? Raven did you from, watch from Love is Blind? Oh, you that's I saw it on your Instagram. You interviewed her. Yeah. And her her dude cheated on her, right? Yeah. yeah. That is so crazy. What happened? He, he It already came out because you posted it. Okay. Yeah, he, what? Uh, she so you need to watch these shows, Olivia. Apparently. Sorry. This is they like they didn't get they didn't get married, but they kept dating. Right. I saw the catch up. It sounds like, yeah, he had he was just fucking around the whole time. <gasps> Sounds like there's a lot of cheating in this world. Is there? I think there's a lot of cheating in the world. I know. You know unfortunately. What? Uh, okay, we can get. We to have that. a lot of questions. We do have a lot of questions. So we asked people some, to yes to write in their questions, but we didn't I reveal it was you yet. But we just general questions, not to put. So we didn't put you on the spot too bad. But um, okay. Well, I'm gonna. I need to like. 
a Do you think brain. cheating's forgivable? Yeah, uh, that's what I was gonna say. Uh, yeah, it can be. Yeah. What's the circumstance that's for that you would be willing to forgive? Well, I think um, I'm a big believer, and I, I just I I think in general how people respond to um, things is more important than. Mm. we all make mistakes. I'm just speaking generally. And mm -hmm. so I care more about how we respond to the mistakes that we make rather than the mistakes themselves. I think that says more about who we are um, as people and our character. Because we all fucked up. We've all been selfish. We've all hurt others. We've all hurt people we love. Yada, yada, yada. Um, I've never cheated. I've been cheated on. Um, so I'm very critical of cheaters. And I, I don't have a lot of um, I, I was about to say I don't have a lot of patience and empathy for the cheating, but I do have empathy for uh, people who have experienced, you know, past traumas in their lives or whatever. And and people cheat for all sorts of reasons, but um, people can cheat from, you know, just again like unresolved trauma in their life, right? So I guess it's very circumstantial, but I think um, as someone who like, you know, works a lot in and relationships and stuff so i try to like study this stuff and there's this really um this is really good ted talk by this uh therapist or this doctor called esther perel i was just gonna say yeah yeah and she talks about affairs and it's just really interesting and in the premise of her video is kind of is more about how how you, one could get over an affair or or couples can last from affairs you know like Oftentimes, cheating is the straw that broke the camel's back, like the relationship's dog shit, it's over or whatever. Right. There's no appreciation. And, and other times, like people are, they, they step up for a variety of reasons. Maybe it's, again, like maybe it's, had, it, it's often it could have nothing to do with the relationship. Maybe it's something internal that they're just acting out on in a very toxic and, and destructive way. Um, and that it, it can create, I, I suppose, more honesty in relationships where it really kind of opens up like, People are really kind of putting everything on the table. Um, this is all to say, I think I'm a big advocate for therapy, right? Yeah. And so I think if you are willing, to, whether it's infidelity or anything else in a relationship, I, I was saying this on like I did the questions with Nick and someone was talking about um, a frustration with their partner. I mean, like you have to, you, people say they're going to change all the time and they never do. You don't right? change closing the cabinet. There you go. Yeah. But like, you know, if if I were to say I want to um I want to get in better shape. I want to you know, like I would have to go to the gym, I'd have to start eating right or whatever, you know? Like you'd have to do something. You'd have to do something. Yeah. But like in relationships, people will say, "Well, I'm going to change or, you know, or if they fuck up, you know, maybe there is a, an affair or if there's cheating or whatever. Like I'll stop and like in some like I'll forgive you and and then, like, well, what are you two doing about that? Like, are you, you're just gonna like trust? Like, what, what, why should you trust them? What do you mean they're gonna change? How, how do, do they even know how to change? You know, because if you're gonna be in a relationship where someone cheats uh, and you're willing to forgive them, you, you both need to understand what happened. Right. You know, right. why did that person make that decision? Mm -hmm. You know, this person, may, maybe they're saying they, maybe they're still claiming that they loved you and they still want to be with you. It's like, well, you love me, you still want to be with me, then why the fuck did you do that? You know, and sometimes the answers aren't as obvious, right? Because, you know, uh, sometimes, literally, if we experience trauma, as we all have experienced some kind of trauma mm -hmm. as a kid, you know, some more than others, you know, 
some very severe, some is just like we just didn't get what we wanted, I guess, you know. <laughs> uh, I'm more on the fortunate side of things. But uh, we all have some unresolved childhood trauma. But uh, our brain stores trauma in the, the back of our brain, you know, and our, we make our decisions in our frontal lobe. But when we are triggered by something from trauma, then we, like, well, we're, our, our subconscious right. brain is what drives our decision-making, you know? And so if you haven't dealt with that and you don't have the tools to, like, uh, process that and, you know, people can make very destructive decisions. It's not an excuse, but it, it is a reason to understand why someone can do the unforgivable or someone could do something that you can't process what they're doing. So, um, and they're not going to stop doing that until they until they deal with it. it. Yeah. yeah. So if you're if you're in a relationship with someone, yeah, you you know you both should be in therapy. You should both be in couples therapy. You should be figuring out what's going on in this relationship. That person who is cheating needs to figure out why. Do they do such destructive things when when they are triggered, as opposed to you know writing it down or journaling or communicating with their partner or whatever? Do they, you know, because literally, we when we are triggered, we can go to our, our like we we turn into kids. Literally, of course, you know we. So if you experience trauma, let's say as like a fifteen year old, let let's say it's a very traumatic event. You know, That's well, when it was. if someone gets <laughs> if someone if someone triggers you, right, you will literally go back to like. It, making decisions that you did as like a 15 year old right in a sense like uh and i'm not a therapist by any way so when i say this if i'm getting any of this wrong you know You're like but like right. there's, um but you know read up on it but that's the general take of some of these this logic so this is all to say like it you know if there's infidelity i think it's forgivable it's a case by case basis, but you really have to do the work. And if you're not yeah. going to do the work, and if you're, you both have to do the work. You know, mm -hmm. if you want to stay in a relationship where someone yeah. cheated on you, like you don't have to stay. Right. You know, right. but if you do want to stay, then you both have to make changes. You both have to do the work. You have to understand each other better and you have to, you know, do the work to make sure this doesn't happen in the future. And, you know, if you watch that video, like Esther Perel's TED Talk, I think it, you know, and I've talked to people and, you know, who have experienced stuff like this. It can be very positive. It could be right. your relationship, you know, there's some people who have experienced this and, and have a better relationship for it. You know, right. there's some scars there and some pain, but like they've done the work, they've really worked through it. And now they're more connected than ever before. They're prioritizing staying connected and doing the things and making sure they don't lose you know, create that space that causes them to, you know, Straight. do something they regret. Do you and Natalie do couple therapy? Uh, yeah, we actually just started after we got engaged. That's smart. smart. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, well, you know, it's funny because I first, I first started, um, I started therapy in the beginning of the pandemic, but I was just like, I, I advocate for it all the time. So like, I should try it. Practice you know? what you preach. Yeah, yeah. literally. Yeah. So, and then I started talking with like people who would call in and I would always say like, you know, like couples therapy is like far better served as like a safety belt or a bicycle helmet rather than reconstructive surgery. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. So again, Proactive. back to practicing what you preach. Uh, but I got to say, ever since we started, um, it's one of those things where I wish we would have started sooner. That's great. That's yeah. cool. Because I, you, I, we, it's like a high every time we go. You, we, we feel more connected. We're just like there's like a, this is like you have like a mediator, mm -hmm. and we don't like we're not even fighting over stuff. But it's just like it just creates a safe place to like get to know each other. And, and yeah, like 
I think we've we've never felt more connected than mm. um, than starting couples therapy. I think that's, that's awesome. That, one of the things too that Esther Perel says that changed my whole perception on things was when she talks about the reason people cheat is often obviously not about the other person, but more they miss how they felt in the beginning of love. And they miss that part of themselves when they're excited or engaged and all of that. And I was like, wow. So how can we find those places in ourselves in long-term relationships, right? Where you're not like, oh, I have to go cheat in order to feel that again. Like what can you do to get feeling new and not feeling? I mean, does that – do you – Get what I mean by that? Yeah, I mean, I think. Do you have any thoughts, advice, or whatever on it? What do uh, you guys do? Well, uh, or do you have to let go like of you're that? Like, like I what? What do you? Sex chair? Like, what is it? Well, I don't. Yeah, because I don't know if that. I guess I. Guess I can't really speak from personal experience, but I think that applies. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. You know, where? I, yeah, I. I don't think what I agree with is I don't think people. When they cheat, it's it's something that's going on in themselves. It's like it's really yeah. it's not the it's not because your partner's not doing something usually. And even no. if even some if people they like to blame are, the partner though. Sure. Yeah, but that's just bullshit. Yeah. That's an excuse. Right. Yeah. Right? So if you yeah if you, if you're someone who's attention like who who loves the attention and and when you were dating and you were just used to collecting hearts and kind of getting. <laughs> You can miss. You can miss that. You can miss sure. That. Yeah. And right. Like in any, even in the best relationships, you know, in monogamous relationships, it's kind of like, you know, like, so do you want to have sex tonight? You know, like, it, yeah. Like, it, it's, how do you, you know, like, not every time you have sex with your your partner that you've been dating for a long time is right. like a throw them up against the wall, kind of like throw them up on the con- kitchen counter. I think counter. it's probably rarely ever that. Right. And so, like, <laughs> yeah, that can you can lose something that you would have. Uh, right outside yeah. of a relationship that you know our brains prefer pain to boredom i was just talking to the neurosurgeon last night <laughs> and he was talking about how that is one of the things in the brain that really needs to be addressed is human brains don't know how to deal with boredom yeah because the brain requires all all pain is a stimulus form of sti- is a stimulus and exactly boredom, boredom is literally nothing you know, is, is sti- so the brain will seek out stimulation, stimulation. even if it's painful. Yeah, Ooh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, and <laughs> and it really is. We were talking about like how do you create more of those kind of pregnant gaps in life where you're not seeking stimulation, but being in that kind of boredom and getting comfortable in it because that's where intuition comes up. That's where creativity comes up. If you don't yeah, allow you just have to channel it, I think, differently. Yeah. Like if you're just someone again, like validation from a you know, attention from men or women or whatever, whoever you are, you know, like mm-hmm. if that's all you're used to in terms of like being stimulated, you know, like you have to find other interests and you have to find other things that get you going and 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 give you purpose. That's you know? it. Um and in a relationship, yeah, I think you just always have to find ways to keep it fun and fresh. And uh, also, I, I, what I would recommend for every couple who has been dating for a while, like make love without having sex. Oh, go on, <laughs> show us. <No. laughs> Elaborate. Uh, 
Well, your skin's your largest organ. Yeah. Okay. And it's your most sensitive one. It's like, I mean, just think, you know, back to like, if you're in a relationship for a long time, foreplay kind of dwindles down. Sure. Just, yeah. You know, it's the sex and time, convenience, you have kids, people are tired, whatever. But like, make love without having sex. So like, tease each other, caress each other's skin, like talk while you're like, you're just naked lying in bed. Maybe play some music, light some candles, I don't know, whatever the fuck. And you just like touch each other. Yeah. You know, like. You used to do that when you were like teenagers, you know, sure. and that was fun. And like, you know, you'd touch each other's private parts or whatever. Like, <laughs> you know, like maybe, yeah, like make love and tease each other. Don't even climax, you know, like, you know, tease each other. Maybe send some nudes with each other at work or whatever, you know, but like right. you don't always have to finish. And when you don't, that can be an exciting thing, you know, and you can again, like talk through and connect and make eye contact and touch each other's skin and not necessarily just like put the P in the V. Um, <laughs> and I think that's a way that couples can really connect uh, in ways that they haven't in probably a really long time. I love that. Yeah. And I think that sh- <laughs> picturing you and Jeff just, you don't have to picture no, us. but I mean, like, <laughs> I think it's good though. No, it is. And especially as, you know, someone that's married with two kids, a lot of the times it's like, meet me in the room for five minutes for sex. You know, it's yeah, like, totally. it's like, yeah, you have to find the time and it's just like, all right, wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. That's right. But next time, maybe just like, we're not even having sex. We're just going to get naked. I'm going to, I'm going to propose that tonight. And we're just going to. I can't wait to hear how it goes. I'm going to, I'm going to be like, so babe, we're going to lay naked. Little twist here. Don't even say it. Just feel like, no. Oh. You seem like, what? Yeah. Oh, just like gatekeep. Play a little game. You know, gatekeep. That's the name of the game. Gatekeep. No, I love that. That's happening. Yeah. Good, Nick. And then, like you know, like don't have sex with them, and he'll get all fired up, and then like send a nude or something, or then the other day, you know, just sending nudes. Or you guys don't do that though. Because no. I used to tell her like I'd be in the other room for my partner, and I would like send a picture. Send a nude. Yeah. Yeah, like, I yeah, I mean, I've run sent- to the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like he'd be like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> I mean, it, I think also too, it's like I don't know. We've been together ten years. How many nudes have you sent? Any? I've sent him like cute lingerie pictures, but not like to start. Not it like needs to start. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, but, I, I, uh, don't I, look at me. I'm, I said I'm going to start sending nudes think, of Rachel I, I to think, him. I think, uh, <laughs> I think in a relationship, sending each other nudes is great. I don't necessarily. But you cut your heads off out of the pictures? Or do you send with full frontal with face? Uh, we've done both. Ooh, but like, see. there's a level of trust that we have. Yeah, know, obviously. Well, it's not even with the other person. People can hack in and fucking. Yeah, but I'm. Very careful about that stuff. How are you careful? But I don't keep them. And then my passwords are like sentences. Okay. Yeah. These are my nudes. <laughs> also, also, just, in, you know, for anyone listening who, you know, doesn't have a partner, I, I, I learned this from a guest, uh, watermark your nudes. What, put, how do you do that? Well, you can get an, an app can do that. Oh, really? You put their name on it. So if that picture gets out, you know who did it. So if you're single, oh. right, and you're like you're dating Tom, right, and you want to yeah. send Tom a nude. You watermark. You Tom. watermark Tom's first and last name on the nude, so if brilliant. it ever gets out, you that know is, that Tom oh. is a dirtbag. That is brilliant. Ooh. 
that is I need very, that yeah, that is very important information. But hopefully you don't have to do that with your husband. <laughs> that would be that would suck if like, I did. Why are you watermarking? Like, why is yeah. your name on here? Like, yeah. Oh my god! Brilliant. Okay. Yeah, I think. Uh, Although you're on a uh, double date, do you yeah. guys double date a lot? Yeah. I mean, not a lot, but you're like, they which, do. you last night yeah. you at the dinner. Yes. You should have gone to the bathroom Damn. and sent him a nude. Jeff would fucking lose his mind. <laughs> like you don't. You're really doing this guy a solid. Like he would fucking lose his mind. Yeah. I've never be- said you've done this. Can't wait to get home. Before, but can't, can't wait. Yeah. Like these yeah. people are such a bore. Can't yeah. Wait to get like home. not worn underwear under your dress. Let's say you're wearing a dress or a skirt. Mm-hmm. Gone to the bathroom and showed him like what and be like, you know. Yeah. None of this has ever occurred to me. <laughs> Truly. Okay. And and it, okay. I think it's because to be honest, like I've always felt like we're good. You are good. You know what I mean? Like we're great in that department. It's like. We're attracted. Well, just, just we're like about not being good. No, I know. Just more, just this is fun. about spices it up. Fun. This is taking it up we're and all. Leveling up is what yeah. it is. Don't I'm you want to be I'm home in. in the car with Jeff, and you can tell he's just like going a little faster than normal <laughs> to get home, and just like you know, like this guy wants to fuck me. Like, <laughs> so true. Like I don't know. I like, love it. Oh my <laughs> god, Jeff is gonna like you're gonna be Jeff's favorite person. Yeah. Zoom, 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 zoom. zoom. That's so good. All right, I have a question for you, Nick. If you had to pick a song to play every time you walked into a room, what would it be? <laughs> I'm not good with music. Well, just see uh, if you sing it. Uh, it could be a theme song from a show. Yeah. Well, you, you've seen the movie Blow with, yeah. you know, that Black Betty song where he's walking all cool. That's a <laughs> great that's walk. You? That's well, great. I mean, I don't know if I could pull it off, but <laughs> that's what you're going with. That's a it's a fun song. That is a fun song. Yeah. I could w- see that for you. What would be yours? Oh, party didn't start till I walked. In. I don't know. That's the lyric. Party game. in the USA by Miley Cyrus. Yeah. <laughs> what would be yours? <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to think it's, of it. So I'm not a I'm so dumb with music. You don't Are you done music? with music? Dumb, dumb. dumb. Like oh, I just don't I know. Like <laughs> I don't, so done. I don't. With music. I don't know music well. Like I'm yeah. a top forties guy. Like same. You know. Yeah. But you came up with that. That was like pulling something out. You I know? guess. Sure. Yeah. That count. I feel like I would do some sort of like Ariana Grande song. Really? Okay. Yeah, I love her. I love her, and she makes me feel sexy. Okay. You know, like I feel like I'd walk in and it would be like this. Well, she has a great song. I don't know. Her song? <laughs> I'm thinking of it. Nick's dancing. <laughs> I'm so into you. I'm so, I'm so into you. I can't sing. All of, Yeah, I like all, all of her. I'm so into you. But that brings us that's back. Different. Yeah, yeah, that's different. That, that ages like us. That ages us. It does, but that's okay. SWV, they don't fuck around. What's the lowest you've stooped to get back at an ex? Mm. <laughs> I'm not petty that way. You've never done anything? No. Okay. I, really? Because, like, indifference is the, <laughs> is the key to that. Indifference. Yeah. Well, I mean, so the first time uh, I got cheated on, yeah. Uh, was my then fiance at the time. And um What? Yeah. She cheated on This is long before the I was like twenty eight. Oh, that you were engaged yeah. prior. Uh yeah. 
and it was like her bachelorette party. And she like came into the bar where my then girlfriend worked. It was just like, what are you doing? Uh, and, and so I purposely, like I was good. And like, it was just like the fact that she was there was like already. And so like, I, I knew what I was doing. Like I was self-aware and I was like in a good, like mental state. So I just like congratulated her, but I, and and she cried. <laughs> But like I, I kind of was like, it's like I'm so happy for you. Like, and I was like, good. And I think yeah. she showed up wanting you trying to, be to get destroyed, a, trying to be destroyed. But like, I, I, I was like, I knew what was going on. Like, mm-hmm. I was self aware, and so I, I deliberately like was super like indifferent and nice, and that was kind of petty. made her feel, yeah, for sure. Yep. But. But powerful. But also awesome. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. I was like, but a power move. Um, yeah. <sighs> but yeah, I don't, I I think if you, you're loot, like you're just, listen, I, I preach this a lot, but like we only have so much energy. Energy is not infinite. It's finite. And our energy is our power. And whether you're thinking about someone or you're, you're actually taking your physical energy of doing something. Like you, you can either give it to the people you love or yourself or people in your circle, or you can give it to like someone who you don't like or who, who isn't in your life. And, and, and if you give them their energy, they're, they're winning. So I, I try to subscribe to that type of mindset of, of not giving people who uh, I don't like or respect or want in my life, my energy. That's great. I heard someone say yesterday, um, I want to be the sun for those in my life that I choose. Yeah, love and that. Me too. I was like, that's brilliant. Like, why am I going to go be the sun for anyone that's outside of that, right? Like, yeah. I choose who I'm the sun for. I'm giving all my energy. I'm giving you all my light, like all my and everything. so many of us give so much energy to so many people who don't even ask for it. So true. Right. We're being their sun. Yeah. Unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. I'm everyone's sun. Best advice for a single father. So this father wrote in, single father of a child, sole custody, and sole custody. Yeah, yeah. and him. and he Good wants for him. He hasn't been out there in years. Dating advice. Yeah, yeah. Get out there. What an How? app! Like he he has. What do you think? His kid. I'm, I've become less time. and less pro dating app. Have you? Why? Yeah, you because know, I I just think they're. I, I still think people should use them and they need to use them. You have to please yourself. People like... Were you on them prior? I was on Raya. Yeah. You know, for a minute. Okay. But that's about it. By the time they were a big deal, I didn't feel very safe to be on them. Okay. They're a way to meet people for sure. But you again, they, they, you have to please yourself uh, because, you know, I don't think the algorithm there is to set you up for success. You can get very discouraged very yeah. easily. It it's a, a kind of a more of a validation tool or a discouraging tool, um, and you what you shouldn't be like talking to seven people at once, right? You know, right. right? So like that's not how that's not how people date, you know. So, but it is a way to get out there and start meeting people, and I think just take things slow. You just just get your get your get your foot in the game, so to speak. Just get out there and. Well, local restaurants, what? Ask where? people questions. Like, I mean, I think as a single dad who has sole custody, like, you know, stereotypes are unfair, but like, I think it's going to go very well for him. Don't think 
right? It's going to work in his favor. I think it's going to work in his favor. Yeah. Right? I think there's a double standard between single moms and single fathers. And and as a single dad, I don't think he has a lot to worry about. Tell me if you think this is psycho, okay? (laughs) What if he, I mean, this is what I would do. I'm not saying this is the right thing to do and you probably shouldn't do this. But if I was a man and I had a baby or a child all to myself, I would sign up for an app to set me up with the best possible nanny there is. And I would interview all the women and I would find a really good woman that was single. It's borderline creepy. Okay. Okay. (laughs) That's a move. But I think, I don't know what this gentleman looks like. (laughs) She's pointing at me like, don't say that. All right. But that's what I would do. Here's what I do. I don't know this guy. I don't know what he looks like. He's Uh, a nice looking man. You know what he looks like. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Well, make sure you look your best. So investing your woman friends, go out there, have your woman friends take you shopping, glam up, whatever it is. Like trust your, (laughs) don't, for this advice for all guys out there, stop getting advice from your guy friends. Uh, have True. have good women in your lives who have dating experience and and get all your dating and specifically sex advice from from women. Like, why stop asking men what women like in bed? Um, right. That's why I think we have so many male listeners. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so have women friends uh, and and ask your women friends. Uh, what's worked for them in dating? What are things they liked that guys have done? What are things they hated that guys have done? When you're on dates, just ask a lot of questions. It is an interview, whatever. It and is follow, an interview. Ask fo- then follow up questions. It's not just the first questions. What do you do for work? Why do this? Great. Like, oh, do you like it? That's interesting. Do you think you <laughs> want to do that forever? No. Why not? Oh, yes. Okay, cool. Like, how'd you get into that? What, you know, like that should turn into another conversation. Like, just keep asking them questions. That's if, the most if, important. That's care, the most important. If they care about you, they ask for you questions. But people go on dates and they're always like, people get nervous, you know? So you have to have a little, some grace when it comes to like the first first couple yeah. dates, right? Because like that's, that'll happen too. People, when they get mm-hmm. nervous, they'll talk about themselves, all right? Well, well, you know, so they'll, and the other person's like thinking, well, they didn't ask me any questions, so I just kept talking. Right. You know, the other person's being like, well, they don't want to shut the fuck up, you know? you know. And so, like, meanwhile, like, both people could be well-intentioned thinking the other person didn't give a shit about them or whatever. But, like, slow down, take your time, ask a follow-up question. And then if the other person's quiet and you're talking a lot, notice that and say, well, what about you? Right. You know, how about you? Like, what do you have to say, you know? And, and, and just see where it goes. Um, I love that you're battling the first impression theory. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, people always go off the first impression of someone. Yeah. I don't think you can. No. The people are, like, every everyone's been someone, like, everyone's been someone's bad date. And a lot of people listen, but I haven't. Like, yeah, not yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> you have, you know? You might not have realized it or known it, but, like, someone maybe thought, you know, if you're someone who's been on a date and and you're just like, oh, I haven't had any good dates in a while. They all suck. Trust me, you've been a like they all thought you were terrible. Yeah. <laughs> they all thought you didn't ask them questions, mm-hmm. that you didn't give a shit about them, that you're aloof or whatever. Like you've been a bad date, you know? Right, right. Like and that's okay. Like we but we've all been someone's bad date. And I think we just have to like, you know, and in the dating app world, you who knows what someone's going through when you're on a date with them. Maybe you're their third date in a week because they decided to get back out there and they like overbooked and now they're just like fatigued or whatever. Or maybe it's their first day in a while and they're super nervous. Or maybe they just had a fucking bad day because like their ex like, you know, triggered them right before they showed up for the date. 
God only knows. But uh, yeah, like we give give some people like grace. Gives, yeah, if if you're like they weren't bad, go on a second date. <laughs> you know I love that. I do too, and I love. It seems like you wouldn't need to tell people that they should listen and ask questions and ask follow up questions, but they need to hear that because yeah. so many women say, "You be like, how was the date? He didn't ask me anything about any, myself. Just talked about him." Like, but I feel like I, I think men are definitely worse at that. I don't think it's always the case, though. Mm-hmm. You don't I, think it's just like, oh, they're self involved. You think it has to do with. Well, again, I think it's. I just think if 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 someone else was observing said date, there might be more insight. Again, I think right. You know, they didn't ask anything about me. You know, um, you know, maybe they weren't interested. I don't know. Maybe it's just that. You know, sometimes you know, I've been on dates where I show up and I'm like, I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> so I. So you purposely sabotage it? <laughs> Not purposely, but it's like I don't ask questions, the answers I don't give a shit about. You know, I mean, like, and that's not You're necessarily. You're not putting on a front to yeah. be polite. Well, I like... should, I, but I'm, I'm just admitting that I've <laughs> done know, that. Been I've, there. I've been. I've been there. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Everywhere. <laughs> but yeah, I think everyone can ask more questions. Listen, when, no one's the no one's the villain in their own story. Um, and so chances are whatever your perception of the other person is just maybe just take a moment to think about like how you were on that date mm-hmm. uh or, or you know what you could have done differently you know um right you know. yeah how do you feel about tmi on a first date oh oversharing mm-hmm. uh it, it can be a thing yeah for start slow yeah don't try not to do it that's not it's, uh, <laughs> they don't need to know your baggage. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your first date is about, it, it is a, yeah, it is about getting to know the other person. So you shouldn't be talking. Like, it's not your job on a first date to explain yourself or have them get to like you. It's your job to figure out whether you like them, mm. if they're worth your time. It's your job to figure out whether a second date is an option. Like, you already like, like it's not your job to get them to like you. Right. It's their job to figure out whether they want to like you. So they should be asking you questions. You should ask them questions. And hopefully you're both asking each other questions. But um, but yeah, if you go on a date and you're asking someone a lot of questions and they don't ask you any, like help them out. You know, literally ask them, do you have any questions for me? Like, you know. Oh. Wow. You know, How would you feel if someone well, what asked about you? you that? You, know, you could, yeah. You're going to answer their question and then say, well, what about you? Well, what do you like to do? You know, does that interest you? Like, what do you think about that? You know, like. If you're good at like having a conversation and like helping out the person you're with, like unless they're like refusing to ask you questions, you know what I'm saying? I think a lot of it is just both people being in their heads or prioritizing the wrong thing. I think both both people go into dates. The biggest mistake people make on first dates is hoping that person likes them. Right. right. It's like auditions. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so they go in and audit. Yeah, literally audition. So mm-hmm. that's why people who talk, if, if someone's going on a date talking a lot about themselves, it's not because they're like a jerk or cocky, don't give a shit about you. It's because they're nervous. They're auditioning. And they're trying to like get you to like them, you know? So, you know. Oh, that's actually endearing when you think of it like that, yeah. right? You're like, oh, they're just trying to like, they just want you to like them. They just, they just want, want you your to approval. Like them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That's tough. What makes you jealous in a relationship or in your relationship? Uh, I'm not a very jealous guy. Um, 
Uh, I guess just feeling disconnected. Hmm. Well, I mean, like, because jealousy comes from insecurity. Like, if you're not insecure about something, you're not going to be jealous about something. And any time person, if you see someone jealous, it's because they're triggered by an insecurity. Now, insecurity is either something that they have within themselves that they brought into the relationship, you know, something they haven't resolved, or maybe it's an insecurity that's caused from, like, you know, your person, like, flirting with everyone. You're just like, could you not do that? And like, yeah. why are you coming home at 5 in the morning every night? Like, I'm insecure about that. And that can make you jealous, right? Um, so what makes me insecure would be, like, I guess I don't have any insecurities. I don't think I have any, I don't, we all have insecurities, but I mean, I think I would have an insecurity of sometimes feeling like, like enough in my relationships. I mean, because I've had relationships that haven't mm -hmm. worked out. So more than I like to realize, I think I, I have that that I bring into relationships. But if I'm feeling disconnected with my partner in a sense of like distance, mm -hmm. uh, I suppose that I can I can act out in a jealous way at times. Mm -hmm. Okay, That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Oh, this is relevant. If you could rename, rename. If you could rename yourself, would you? And if so, yes. what would it be? Yeah. Um, my mom's maiden name is Parker. And I think if I were Nick Parker, oh, it's my life name. would be very different. So superhero. Interesting. And I'd be like, hi, I'm Nick Parker. You're like, I'm Nick Parker. <laughs> I'd always yeah. be like Nick Parker. Yeah. I've about this a lot. Oh, I can yeah. tell. Because my last name's the worst. What? Isn't it the worst? No one can get it right. How do what? you say There's it? By all. Vial. But then everyone's like vile. Yeah. Know, like vile. Oh, vial. it's vile. You know, I like, see. You know, like you're vile. I get it. And then if I say it real fast, so like it's like, you know. Vial. It's vile. Vial. Yeah. Vial, vial. And then I decided to name my show over it, which is even You're like, let's just double down <laughs> Let's just on double it. down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is she going to take your name? I think so. Um, we would have the same initials then. She's a big fan of that. That's cute. Right. That is cute. Envy. Yeah. That's very cute. I like it. All right. Well, thank you for correcting your pronunciation. What would you do if uh, you found a dead body in a hotel room? We need to know. Call the front desk. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's that's fair. Yeah. Be like, hey, yeah. guys, you got I mean, a situation? Hey, guys. Um, so <laughs> what would you do? I Well, is there blood? It can be whatever you want. Whatever to be. dead body. Well, if there's comes no blood, I'd call the front desk. Okay. And if there's and blood, if there's what blood? I'd call 911. Got it. My first thing would be like, well, you, well I don't know. Maybe I, would maybe I walked in desk. and like there's a body just like lying in bed and it looks like maybe <laughs> oh, they just like didn't wake up and it's just like a cold corpse. I'd call the front desk. <laughs> See, I'd run. But if I walked in and there's just like a murder scene, I'd call 911. <laughs> <laughs> See, you wouldn't run, run out of the room. You would run? Yeah. I'd, Hell yeah, I'd run. I you'd would run. Run down to the front desk. <laughs> like, I would be like, somebody help. There's a dead body. I wouldn't like casually pick up the phone and be like, and you like walk Hello, step front across desk. the body to get to the hotel phone. <laughs> and you're like, excuse me. First, I'd hang out for a while. I'd shift through their things, you know. Oh, God. Who is this person? Yeah. <laughs> Mess with evidence. Try on their clothes. They <laughs> mean. Uh. Moving on. <laughs> Anyways, what's your biggest panty dropper? <laughs> what? What's my what? Your biggest panty dropper. What's that? Like a line? Like what? Yeah, like what? No, we do like have one of those in here, but no. Like, you don't know what biggest? a panty dropper is? Like if some, like if well, a guy like does a, something that's like so hot, we're like, that's a that's a panty, panty dropper. dropper. We're just using like, the same boom. expression for you as a dude. Yeah. What's the biggest like turn on essentially? 
that a woman can do. Sure. Okay. Yes. And We're just using whoever you want it to be. Well, I was just like, you want it to be. Like, I tell you about a move I have? Like, oh, I don't please know. Do. No, it's I, 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 no. Yeah. What's your fucking thing? I don't have one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, like, that's just a weird question to answer as a guy. Of like, course it is. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you, I know you have something that does. Um, what's a panty dropper? Like, what's like game over? You, you got me. Yeah, we can rephrase it that way. We just thought it was funny to ask you, panty dropper. <laughs> uh, I love a good like just a t-shirt. Oh yeah, okay. Men's t-shirt, like they're just in a t-shirt. Really care. Just a t-shirt. Yeah. Okay. I respect that. I respect it. An attractive look. Yep. Yeah. Respect. It's Respect. cute when you're in a man's t-shirt too, like the guy you're wearing the guy's t-shirt. Or like t-shirt. if you're in like a little white t-shirt, but it's cropped, you know? But also okay. like back to the the nudes, I like the idea. Uh, I like um, I like being in public with with uh, uh, Natalie, I guess, and thus like teasing each other in anticipation for being home. Yeah. You guys, like do you guys that. do that a lot? Like like no like, like every day they're at McDonald's like <laughs> <laughs> well I don't know yeah, yeah they're like handing us a milkshake yeah. and they're like uh, <laughs> yeah no but like uh, yeah it, 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 when Natalie does that it can be very attractive for sure well she knows how to get a man how do you feel about a partner keeping memorabilia from past relationships. Uh, I usually don't care. Okay. But this time you do? No, it's just more like, well, what is it? Obviously case by case. But like if someone like bought you a watch, I'm not going to make you throw away a watch, you know, or. Okay. Like if it's, if, if, if it's something that you practically like get use out of. Mm-hmm. What if I, it's I don't, not? I don't have a. Like what if it's well, like a I, handkerchief or like a. Yeah. If it's like clearly some sort of like memorabilia. that Yeah. Is just that a reminder of a time, but has no functional purpose? Then yeah, it's weird. Right, right. You know. Do you have anything that you've kept? Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> when, well, here, perfect example. When when Vanessa and I were dating, we went to like Home Goods once and bought this like Buddha. Yeah. Right. And I love it, and it's at our house, mine and Allie's house, right now. Right. But it's just because you love the Buddha, not because it. And I bought it with Vanessa. But that's different. That's like a I fixture. That's okay. not like tucked in a drawer in a box. No, you're like I love this Buddha. But I'm just saying, like I got it with Vanessa. I think right. She, does it bother Natalie? No. Right. Yeah. And like is that? Let's say Vanessa bought you- it for me or bought it. You know, like yeah, 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 yeah. as a gift. Like right. say, like, you know, could it could yeah. easily have been a gift. You know, and. Like a birthday gift, and I'm like, why would we throw this away? It's, it's cool. a good Buddha. It's a good Buddha. Okay. Um, but yeah, if it was jewelry, it's, you know, it's a little like for if Natalie had earrings from someone, I wouldn't care. Okay. Does she have anything from past I don't even relationship? Know. I haven't asked. You don't even ask. Yeah. Okay. I don't care. Right. That's good. That's confidence. Yeah. All right. Um, lastly, you can speak to either. Long distance relationships or situationships, if you care to give your opinion on either of those. Uh, well, you should not be in a situationship. Okay. Well, define a situationship. Well, how I would define a situationship is uh, one person uh, is actively trying not to be in a relationship and the other person hopes that changes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well put. Well put. Uh, Nailed it. And so if you're in a situationship, there's a there's a hopeful person in a relationship. Yeah. And then there's the other person. And if you're the hopeful person in a relationship, you are you are accepting less than you want and deserve in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Um and and you know, like if you're not the hopeful person in a relationship, you don't even call it a situation ship. You're just like, yeah, I'm just seeing this person. I'm doing right. this yeah, thing. I'm just doing this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, we're cool. Like I have this friend or this fuck buddy. Right. But if you are you're if you're identifying as a situation ship, you need to get out immediately. Or you just need to define, you know, you need to set your boundaries. Yeah. You need to let them know what you want. Never ask. Never ask to define a relationship. Never ask what are we ever. Never ask what are we. You're immediately giving away your power. Like, I why agree. are you asking? Why are you asking a question to something you know? You know what you want. That's why you want to define the relationship. Yeah. So don't ask them what they want. Who gives a shit what they want? They'll let you know. I um, agree with that. That's so powerful. So you yeah. tell them what you want. You're like, hey, I think we should date. Here's why. You're cool. I like you. We have fun. Um, and then they'll and tell they you what they want. You. And yeah. do not compromise on the boundary you decided to set. You know, yeah. You you need to walk away, and if they give a shit enough, they'll chase. They'll follow. You know, they might even they might take a few days or a week or a month, but they will. You do not need like people in situationships make the mistake of showing them what it would be like to be in love, or showing them how like oh like we're so good together. Out see, well like let's go meet my parents or let's go take a vacation together. They want to they want to make believe they want to pretend in a relationship. And the idea they're thinking, and it makes sense. It's like, well, you'll see how great we are. Yeah, I'll grow. But all on you're you. doing is is giving them all the like you're giving them everything they could possibly want without the commitment. So right. What, correct. What, what makes them want to be in the relationship? No, well, it's the you know they just stop doing all those things. Yeah. 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 Disappear. Date other people and say if you want if you want it if you want this you can have it but you have to give me what I want. Right. And anyone worth your time will do it. And if they're not, they won't. This is all. See, I told her this is church. I told her before. I was like, "Listen, Nick has." Yeah, no, but I agree wholeheartedly with every word you just. Thousand percent. You're onto something. Mic drop. How do you feel about people taking sips out of your drink? Do not share my straw. Straw. I feel like straw is very personal. And if it's the rim of a cup, it's a little different because then you can kind of like, I watch where they sip and then I kind of turn it so I don't sip in the same place. I don't love sharing though in general. You go. You guys are very unenvironmentally friendly with your straw use. I have paper straws in my house. That you don't use. <laughs> yeah, we use them. We use the paper straws all the time. I have a really hard time not using the straw. But I mean, I think that's a gendered thing a little bit because you've got like lip stick and lip gloss to deal with but also like i've noticed my teeth yellowing from coffee does that help if you i don't use a straw for my coffee Mm. but i'm starting to think not only do i use too many straws but i should probably use more (laughs) (laughs) you gotta just get some of those like metal ones yeah so we've got a lot of those because natalie's the same way with straws but that she wants a straw she likes a straw, yeah. But I think it's I think it's a female thing. I do too. I also yeah. drink I drink the drink too fast if I have a straw. I like to kind of settle into it. Well, it used to be considered like, for lack of a better word, pansy if guys use straws. Really? Yeah. 
Rob Olivia had her improv show, and I Ooh. forgot that it was on Sunday. I didn't invite her. You didn't, didn't invite want, me. I didn't she invite didn't want her either. To go. I didn't invite anybody. It was down the street from my house. Yeah, I thought of you, and I thought I'm not going to invite him. What time was it? Because I I was like right over there, right around then. Four thirty. Yeah, I was right right. I passed it while you were in there. How creepy! If you would have ran into me. You're like, what are you doing? I didn't tell anyone. I brought my brother, my nephew, and my husband. I really wanted to be there, and I was really upset. I sent her a box of cheese candy. You know, you know, it's good for audio podcast. Chewing, chewing cookies. cookies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, eating cookies. Well, it's my lunchtime, guys. Robert, you missed our talk with Nick. I will say he does give really good. Relationship advice. He asked me today, Olivia, if you took his advice. In a, in a way. Oh. What was, well, no. What was the advice that you were given by him? To, one, to make love to my husband, not have sex with him. That's not what he was referring to. Oh, oh, like the sending the sexy pictures? Uh-huh. No, I haven't done that yet. Mm. He asked me and I said, I, don't, I doubt it. <laughs> Challenge accepted. He did give really good advice. I agreed with everything he said. I also, you guys, just so you know, I have Nick's book in front of me, Don't Text Your Ex Happy Birthday, and other advice on love, sex, and dating. There's a lot of tips in here as well. So it did. It inspired us to ask the broadience, and we got some good questions. We got to a few with Nick, um, but there were lots more. So we thought we'd tackle them right here, right now. Let's, Let's get into it. it. Who, wants to, uh, who wants to kick off this party? Olivia, um, would you get back with an ex that cheated? I feel like we've addressed we this many times. We addressed this. Well, let's we can answer it. All right, Rob. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's a circumstance where I could get back with an significant. Well, this is a weird question. Would you right, get back with an ex, ex that cheated? Because it's already an ex. Mm-hmm. I mean, it depends on the circumstance, but I could forgive a partner for cheating. So I do think those are two different questions, right? So, mm-hmm. like, forgiving a partner for cheating is one thing. Getting back into a relationship with someone that cheated on you in the past is something different. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would kind of lump those in, though. Like, if I'm willing to get back with an ex, I'd be willing to get over the cheating part. I guess the difference for me is, like, how much went down in that period of time. Like, did they get therapy? Did they change their ways? Did they mm. do anything to grow and change in that time versus a current partner goes out and cheat? It's like, you've got a lot of work to do to win my trust again. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think this is for you and I, Olivia, if we're talking about any exes, it's right. a much different part of our life that us and them were probably very different. Right. So if we were ever in a situation where we were getting back together with an ex, it would have been like 20 years later. <laughs> Shit would have gone weird. Rachel, yeah. what about you? I would probably be open to it just because I'm an idiot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> have, you been, have you been cheated on though? Yeah, of course. Of course. Well, it's not of course. Well, I mean, I've been in relationships since I was like, you know, 15 years old. So I would just ask the question, is there any stipulations? 
Because this person wants to know if they should get back with their ex that cheated on them. I'm going to go ahead and say. I need to know. Yeah. I need to know details. Like you can't, there yeah. can't be a blanket statement. You have, I need details. Yeah. It goes back to our like emotional cheating versus physical cheating. Like, was it a quick one night stand that they regret or right. did they cheat on them for six months and have this secret emotional relationship? Okay. So if you wrote this in, whoever wrote that question in, if you can write us again. With details, we would be happy to address it and give our opinion because we do have a lot of thoughts on this, but we need a little more information. So if you wouldn't mind writing us and giving us more background. So DM DM Broad Ideas again, please, with all of your details. Thank you. All right, Rachel, what's the biggest lesson you've learned from a breakup? That I like being alone. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really have come to enjoy it. I have to say, I don't want to become some like um, agoraphobic spinster, but I could. <laughs> well, I I heard someone recently talk about that, how you are born alone and you will die alone. So <laughs> basically, you need to figure out that relationship with yourself. Otherwise, yeah, you're fucked. Yeah. Why? Because you're going to die alone and you're going to have to figure out how to deal with your shit on your own. You're not going to have to figure out anything. You're just going to die. That you'll yeah. likely you're likely going to die on your own. So once you get older, your partner is probably going to die, and then you're going to have to figure out how to be with and by yourself. So I think it's important for people to figure that out early on. Well, I figured it out. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> what do you love most about it? Honestly, okay. Now, surface level, like, I can get any kind of furniture, put it wherever I want, <laughs> any colors, any fabric. I can just do the house however I want. I can watch any show I want when I'm watching TV. I can go to sleep when I want to go to sleep. I can... <laughs> no, it's a thing. I tell you. Uh-huh. Well, I think knowing yourself to that degree allows you to be a better partner, too. Where you're not totally dependent on, where you're not totally dependent on someone else to make you feel sure. good or right. I can be codependent in a relationship a hundred percent. So I think this was actually really healthy for me in these very formative years of getting a little older, but being alone. I feel like if I enter a new relationship more seriously, I have this foundation now where maybe I won't be so codependent. I'm super codependent with my kid though. <laughs> That's a whole other story. I have a question, and this is very serious because this was an actual fight this weekend in my house. Okay. How do you feel about someone talking shit about the shows that you <laughs> choose to watch with oh, your own this is, time? This is a hot topic. No, it's not We've okay. We've had this fight in our house, too. Really? It's like, an, it's like a real issue. Who is talking <laughs> shit about it? I bet both Natalie and Olivia were watching some not great shows, and both Jeff and I <gasps> have made comments. Yeah, Sunday morning, we switched Saturday and Sunday sleeping in, right? So Sunday, mm -hmm. he slept in. He came out at 10 a.m., and the kids were in the playroom. In the other room, it's not like they could hear what I was doing, and they were doing their thing, and I was watching some, like, southern— it was like murder mysteries in the South or something like that. And he got pissy. 
He was like, why do you have to watch this? Like, what is wrong with you? He's like, this isn't the backdrop of the Sunday morning, like murder and then. And I'm like, yo, this is what I was doing before you came out here. Like, I, it doesn't, you don't need to understand it, but I deserve to be able to watch something that I find pleasure in. Mm-hmm. Period. Mine's a little less... Um... <laughs> judgmental. Sorry. I mean, it's not. It's a little, Give the example. I guess it's not less judgmental, but I'm less like you should turn this off and stop watching this. I'll I'll just make comments about a show if she's watching it and it's really bad and like what to, show? Like, all I want to say specifically. Yeah, I can do whatever I want. You guys, it's kind of great. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm not. When, and when I get judgmental, I'm not saying she should turn it off. I'm just. No, you just talk shit. Yeah, I'll talk shit about a show when it's really bad. Don't Jeff tells her. me to turn it off. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that. I He's like, can that. you go in the other room? Like, this is so toxic and so bad for your brain and negative. And I think he really passionately feels like I'm damaging myself by watching it. Well, I'll have her turn it off if, like, I'm about, I'm going to bed and it's on and we're going to go to sleep because I don't want to watch that. So you won't? We'll we'll pick something together that we both can tolerate. I mean, she's the same way with like a horror movies, right? Like I really want to watch Infinity Pool, and she won't watch it with me. I see Natalie in a whole new light now. By the way, my mom uh, texted me that she started watching The OC with my sisters and how oh. good it is. Oh, really? That's so yeah. cute. Heart of Dixie, I feel like, is a little more gentle. I love the Heart of Dixie vibe. Like just a nice little. Trip to Bluebell, Alabama, y'all. All All right. Do we have any other questions? Oh, yeah. We've got a lot. We've got Um, a lot. How long do you go downtown on a partner till they dot, 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 you know? If this is coming from someone that wants to prove that she's a generous partner. Correct. Oh, well, how Um, much strength do you have in your neck, girl? I mean, do you really need to be the, if this is a female going down in a male? She's that's what she's asking. She's basically like, How long does it take people? It varies, yeah, it varies. So, does it vary between how long it takes with people or different partners? Like, is it what, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I if she's going down on a guy, I mean, you usually finish a blowjob if you go down there, right? Yeah, but not, I guess not if you're going to take a half hour. But that's what she's asking. Like, how long should it take before he comes? It varies. It's not has yeah. nothing to do with her. I mean, it could, it could have it a could. little to do with you know how they are at it or whatever. But I will say, all guys are different. And I think you can also control it to a degree. You can as a male. Okay. There's times where it's like, all right, where this is gonna be quick, and I'm like, all right. Or others where it can be more drawn out. Mm-hmm. They don't call it a job for nothing. That's right. <laughs> okay, so basically the answer is it varies and... Yeah, it depends on your partner entirely. But girl, if you're down there and 20 minutes hits, abort. That's too <laughs> long. I have long. 20 minutes. Yeah, no, well, I was trying to think of a... You know. Five minutes. What? Five minutes. Five minutes. Five? <laughs> Why should it take longer than five minutes? It doesn't take longer than five minutes. 
I don't think, not in my experience. Okay. I mean, let's time it. It varies. Sit in silence right now for five minutes and see how long that is. It's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it can be done in five, sure. Yeah. Yeah, it can be done in five. It can can go longer than five, though. You got to do the combo. What's the combo? (laughs) You got to do the combo. Well, you're always using your hands while you're giving a blowjob. Well, I don't yeah, know. Maybe she's maybe she's not. And maybe that's why it's taking so long. Hmm. I don't know if everyone knows the basket weave. Girls are just bobbing with no hands. Yeah. The basket weave. The Look basket at Olivia. Weave. <laughs> she clasped her hands together. <laughs> I've never heard that before in my life. Like this. You put your fingers together and vroom. All right, let's go on. Basket weave. Let's go on to our next question. Should people avoid dating someone that they've been friends with? Friendship was established first. Try dating and ruined friendship. Sexual connection was not there. Aw, that's a bummer. They're saying, should I try, like, do you try it again? Like, what are your like, thoughts are on dating friends? On, yeah. But I, th- I can see it going, like, great as well because you become friends first you know every single answer we're like it's circumstantial <laughs> it, it depends i mean um, mila mila and ashton uh-huh. great example of friends first and then lovers have i ever dated anyone that i was just friends with and then it turned into more like a real just friendship and then it blossomed <laughs> you've never made those kind of <laughs> 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 i haven't I don't think I have because I feel like you're either attracted or you're not, or at least in my experience. But you hear of that happening all the time where it's like, it didn't even occur to me. Right. I personally think it's worth it. Or like you find out that they like you and you're like, huh? Because like you're just like, right? Huh? (laughs) 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 I don't know. I think it's worth trying because it's the best foundation. In my opinion, I don't see why you necessarily have to ruin a friendship if you've had sex with someone. Okay. Are you still friends with people that you have slept with? I know the answer. Yes. Right. Am I? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) It just occurred to me as I said it. I was like, oh, yeah. Are you, Rob? Yeah. I'm not, like, hanging out with them, but friendly enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like enough time passes. You had a friendship to begin with. Go back to being friends with the person. Rekindle that friendship. Don't let the sex get in the way. And if you fall for another friend, give it a shot and then rekindle the friendship. Well, I think where the issue comes in is if the other person is on the, a different page. Oh, yeah. That's so, rough. So like if they want to keep doing it and you have to tell them no, that's where it could get weird. Well, it will get weird. You have to accept that it's going to get weird. But if you're real true friends, can you find your way back to a, a friendship is the question. And also it's like, I don't know, it depends on how bad you want to try it. Because if you're really like pulled to someone, I would say it's worth it personally. Yeah. That sucks it didn't work out for her, though. Or him. Uh-huh. Was it a her or him? They didn't say. Oh, okay. Yeah, bummer, brah. This is a good one. 
Don't like boyfriends drinking. It's mostly on the weekends, but it's in excess. I've told him how I feel. Do I give him an ultimatum? Well, again, I need more information here. Did he hear her? Did he do anything? I don't think ultimatums are essentially healthy. Uh, I think it's conversations are super important in communicating and seeing if they hear and listen and do anything about it would be the first step, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and making sure that he's aware how strongly she feels about it. Or, I mean, trying to find some sort of compromise. If if it's problematic, that's one thing, though. Like, right, it, right. It could be something that he also can't control. There's, yeah, but there's a fine line between, speaking of control, is like also like if you're being a controlling partner, it all kind of... Like, what is he doing when he's drinking? You know what I mean? She like, said he wh- changes. Yeah, that's here's, dark. Here's the Into thing. excess, so that's a reddish flag. I don't love the word ultimatum, but what I like is boundaries. And mm. I think that everybody's allowed to draw their line in the sand. And it's mm-hmm. not saying, hey, quit drinking or you can't be with me. But it's like placing your line in the sand and letting them know this isn't a movable line for me. So... Mm-hmm. What you choose to do with that is up to you, but you're allowed to have your lines. And if someone's drinking is really bothering you and disrupting their life, you're allowed to lay that line down and they can decide whether or not the relationship fits their needs and what they want to do with their life. And if they choose to continue to abuse alcohol at the cost of the relationship, that's another flag. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. That's really well put. I think that was the best advice. I'm little Nick. (laughs) You're little Nick? Nick. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what the fuck is little Nick? (laughs) Oh, jeez. I tell you. I was like, St. Nick? Like, St. Nicholas? (laughs) You're the little... Oh, my God. Oh, you guys. All right. How about one more for today? All right. This listener has not had sex with her husband in the past three and a half years out of a 10-year relationship. He won't talk about it. Do I leave him? Wait, he won't talk about it? Correct. So, presumably, he won't have sex with her. I would imagine, because he won't talk about it. Yeah, this is all circumstantial of, like, what steps have been taken. Wow. Three and a half years. The biggest yes. flag, though, isn't the fact that he hasn't had sex with her in three and a half years. It's that he won't talk won't to talk her about, about it. it. Yeah. yeah, I agree. That's what needs to be addressed. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, if they can't have that conversation, then there's something larger broken in the relationship. I mean, it sounds like he's mending. having affairs, but I mean, I can't just put a blanket statement out like that, but I just did. Um, but you did. But he could have penis problems. You never know. There could be something going on with him that's psychological or trauma-based, or there could be a million different reasons he's not. That isn't the biggest problem. The biggest problem is if you can't communicate, there's no intimacy. And what is the Mm -hmm. point of a relationship if you can't experience intimacy together, whether it's physical or emotional? All right. So, Olivia, you're saying she should leave him. I'm not saying she should leave him. Definitively, she should leave him is what you just said. I'm saying... She should draw a line in the sand that if we can't communicate, 
I'm out. Give him the opportunity to communicate. Or the ultimatum. Basically an ultimatum. I don't like the word ultimatum. <laughs> I like boundaries. <laughs> but isn't that like a, that's a healthy boundary. I think like, it's a, hey, yeah, are absolutely. you willing to go to couples therapy with me? Because there's some things that I think we really need to discuss that clearly we aren't having su- like success with it on our own. Well, and that's such a large part of a relationship, intimacy, that mm-hmm. if that's completely broken, then that may be something that ends a relationship. Absolutely. So if you mm-hmm. can't figure out a way to talk about it, then, yeah, you either need to yeah set the boundaries to and ensure that you can or leave him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to have a partner that's at least willing to meet you halfway. And Mm -hmm. if you can't get them in the bedroom, you need them in a therapy room. Are there tips, though, like things that she should do, she should try to try to rekindle? Or you're just saying if he's not going to talk about it, don't? Well, take Nick's advice. Send a naked photo from uh, the bathroom at a restaurant. (laughs) I do, too. I agree it's deeper. I think that this is like you need a third party, a couple's therapist. Agreed. And some Agreed. mediation. Yep. And also sometimes, you know, you never know what the circumstances are. And I think sometimes people don't want to talk about those things also because it's possible to lose attraction to people. And mm-hmm. I don't think that that's necessarily someone else's fault. Like if someone loses attraction to you, like it doesn't mean you did anything wrong. You know, mm-hmm. it's yep. it's mm-hmm. not about... It's about, you, it's, not, it's about them. It's well, usually th- about them. I think a lot of those conversations are easier, too, if you frame it more on how it makes you feel mm-hmm. versus saying that he's doing something wrong or your partner's doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. And I've heard a lot of women deal with this after having kids, that their husband stops wanting to have sex with them because they see them different and because their bodies change and all of those factors. Or some men are jealous that the kids are getting the attention. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things. Yeah. So I don't say leaving is the answer. I think doing yeah, everything. Yeah, that's not the first step. No. We don't know if they have kids, right? She didn't say. She didn't say. Regardless, it's an important part of the relationship to figure out and mm-hmm. find a way to have open communication about. I know we said one more question, but I have one more, Rachel. Hmm. Were Ross and Rachel on a break? Well, they weren't on a break to the extent of you can go fuck somebody else. They were in a fight and a break. I would say it was a break, but not a break up. I agree. Okay. We were on a break. I could get into it more, but I wanted, okay. So in, in Nick's book, uh, he has like questions with Nick. I was reading. Oh, she's been reading this instead of. No, I was just looking over to see if there was any we can like highlight. And like in this one section, there's like a few on here. This one question from a girl: My boyfriend died last year. I'm starting to date again. Do you think that's a turnoff? Nick's reply: I'm sorry for your loss. Not unless you killed him. (laughs) 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 I liked his response. I just wanted to share. That's funny. I know. Okay. Do you think that's a turnoff? If someone's partner passed away? Does that feel a little heavy? It feels heavy, but I don't I don't know that you classify it as a turnoff. Yeah, it depends on the circumstance. Depends on the circumstance. You guys are real vague. 
Uh, I don't think it's like a deal breaker. No. It, it depends on like what kind of relationship you're looking for. If you're like someone like Rachel, hot out of a relationship, trying to have some fun, maybe getting into that emotional of a relationship, just knowing what you're ready for and able to kind of give as a partner. Do you think women can actually just have fun? I can definitely just have fun. I definitely can have casual interactions without getting attached. Here's the thing. I don't think you can be casual. I think you can go zero to 60 real fast. And 60 to zero. And then 60 to zero real fast. No, I can do casual too. If you think about some of my experiences, Olivia, (laughs) I can do casual. I definitely didn't go zero to 60. Here's the thing. Just because you can be casual with someone doesn't mean that the relationship is casual. You're asking if I can be casual. I can definitely be casual. It's never casual, though, because even if you're casual about it, it's not casual for them, but or I, they're casual but about I'm it, and being you're not. casual. But I can be casual. I'm I can, breezy. I can be breezy. <laughs> I can. I can be like, meh, doo doo doo. Yeah, but in the beginning, you always buy into it a little bit. Yeah, you you tell you, buy you say that it's casual. But they're like meeting the folks. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you're like it's casual. I don't even like them anymore. I don't like this. But do you agree? <laughs> mm, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> but you're a romantic. I am a romantic. Yeah, yeah, I don't think yes. it's a bad thing. Yes, I don't, yes, I don't yes. think it's a bad, it's a bad thing, thing. No, I'm totally a romantic. Like rom-coms, anything with love in it, like I love it. But I do not get like whipped or like whatever every time. No, you don't get whipped every time. Well, say for the record, you can be casual if you want to be. You can do whatever you want, Rachel. We believe I in you. can be casual if I so choose. And I can also not if I so choose. So true. But I if you have say the so. ability... To do both. Um, all right. Well. All right. Um, thanks, Nick, my dear friend Nick, for joining us and giving me his book. It was very helpful. Don't text your ex happy birthday, everybody. Bye. <laughs>